0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode three hundred and eighty-four for the week of May fourteenth, twenty sixteen. I'm your host, Chris Pruvotier, here representing RP Gamer and our weekly RPG-focused podcast, where we, you know, spend forever putting out entertaining content, talking about what we played for that week, and then we go through a litany of news reads that uh, nobody wants to be a part of, including the people on the show. So <laughs> that's that's our commitment to you. Um, we brought in new blood this week. But first, Anna-Marie Privateer, the morning. old hat. See, No, not, you're not a beautiful wife anymore. You're an old hat.
1: I better? have literally <laughs> been here since the
2: start of the podcast.
0: You have. Uh, somebody who's very much not been here since the start of the podcast, Kelly Ryan. Welcome to the show, Kelly. Hi.
2: Hi, Kelly. I just realized I sound painfully Irish. Pain- <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> so we That's we have no
2: painfully British
1: this week. So yeah. we have substituted painfully Irish. Even I love it. I'm, even though I'm from Kansas,
0: it's just my name that sounds Irish. Pa- painfully can- Kansan. Can- Kanzanian. Kansanian. Kansanian. Awesome. All right, yeah, perfect. <laughs> oh, so, God.
1: since we have a new person on the cast, yeah. I kind of want to do an icebreaker
0: okay oh boy do you have one i do what is it
1: and we can use this as the question of the week too okay what is your earliest memory of playing video games
0: Ooh.
2: um being four years old and knowing more about how to log on a commodore 64 than my parents or rather my mother
0: nice because you
2: had to like do a boot up string uh like load comma eight comma one return or something like that i can't believe i remember that yeah. uh, my mom asking her four-year-old daughter okay how do i get into this program <laughs> and playing stuff like uh boulder dash uh rocky horror show just all kinds of commodore games we had an entire like disc box full of commodore games and i just go through them and play them until i got bored and then moved on So what about you, Chris? Oh, I'm sorry. No, that was years before I got my NES. Mm. Nice.
0: My earliest was an NES. We were at a friend's... We went to some friends of my parents, and they had kids. Um, PJ and Chrissy's house is what we would call it, because that was the name of the kids, not the (laughs) name of the parents.
1: This isn't your cousin, Chrissy, is it? No. Okay
0: different. Um they had uh an NES and Super Mario Brothers running on it and mm-hmm. I saw this thing and it was like what is this? This is what I it was mind-blowing and I don't even know if I played it but I certainly stared at it for a long time and <laughs> that was my first exposure to video games and it went downhill from there and now look <laughs> at what I'm doing. Ugh. <laughs>
2: nothing like your first time you can yeah just, you can just rest your
1: head on the desk while i talk okay. <laughs> um and you if you are tuning in live on uh, twitch.tv rpgamer you can actually see chris on the camera lying his head down on the desk mm. <laughs> <laughs> so i think my first memory of video games is um i mu- it i must have been at least five years old because we were living in north bay and we were down in the basement and we had a huge TV. Chris? Mm.
2: <laughs> I, I hear him banging his head, but the stream has a delay, so I Okay, there you go. There's him banging his head. Um yeah, I'm hurt.
1: we had a huge TV. And by huge I think I mean like maybe thirty inches top. And it was like massive. It sat on the ground because you could it was like in this giant wooden box and me and my brother yeah it was huge
2: it was one of those TVs that you could theoretically put another TV on the top of
1: you could we actually had a microwave on top of that TV for a long time (laughs) did the the microwave fry the tubes? nope believe it or not whenever you turn the
0: microwave on did the image go fuzzy? yes (laughs) yeah
1: so we were downstairs and it must have been Christmas and me and my brother were playing the television with my nan and granddad and we would we had like we had all sorts of sports games. So we did like bowling, we did hockey, we did curling, we did tennis, we did baseball. Yeah, it was really fun. I, That's definitely my have, first clear memory of it.
2: Sorry. I still have my original Intellivision.
1: My granddad still has the Intellivision and still plays it to this day. And I, I, I think will, he's I, like ninety two at this point. He's old.
2: I I will never sell it just because of the memories that we had with ours, but trying to get one of those things running now is a pain. It is
1: awful. Yeah. But I mean, they have like a really tiny TV because they have a pretty small apartment and the TV I'm pretty sure is old to boot. So it actually still works pretty good with the television. I miss
2: those old, huge TVs that you could kill somebody with.
1: <laughs> well, and the funny thing is, is my parents won that TV in a contest. And in fact, oh. I can't remember us ever buying a TV when I was a child. My parents have won every TV that I can think of that they've owned. <laughs> wow. I don't, they have won three TVs out of Roll Up the Rim to Win contests. And for uh, the, wait, wait, and wait. And for, for the Americans.
0: What is a roll up the whim, rim to.
1: <laughs> roll is, up the trrr, rim to rim. Are wind. we allowed
0: to talk about this on a clean show? Yes. Okay.
1: Roll. So at Tim Hortons, which is a Canadian oh, coffee and donut Timmy's. shop. Yep. So at Timmy's, once a year, I think it might actually be twice at this point. Um, they make these special cups where you roll up part of the rim to see what prize that you've
0: won. Oh, so you oh. destroy the cup and make it no longer able to hold liquid without dripping it onto you in order to find out if you won a prize? Well,
1: generally speaking, you drink the coffee first. Well,
0: I don't want to wait.
1: Well, that's tough bananas for you. So yeah, my parents won TVs like three times out of Roll Up the Rim to win. Roll up the rim to win.
0: They've got a website right yes, here. Yes, R-roll, Yeah, there's three R's on the roll. It
1: is. It's R-roll, roll up. The and then rim there's a replay
0: wind. on your phone, apparently. Yes. I don't know how this works. How come so, when we need to go to Canada during one of these? What
1: if, <laughs> I don't know when the next one is.
0: Well, I'm at the website. Let's see if I can find out.
1: I don't think they I can choose them. Canadian
0: English or USA English. I'm going to use USA English so that there's not extra <laughs> U's.
2: Let's
0: see. Roll up in restaurant.
2: Is is it sad that I want to go to Canada just because I want to try Tim Hortons?
0: Oh no, it is not. Don't do that. Okay, Canada is <laughs> awesome. It's not that good. It's something you do while you're there. It's you don't plan a trip around a donut shop.
2: <laughs> Why not?
0: You don't because they
2: have really my, good chili.
0: You will be unhappy.
2: They have my amazing husband, my chili. My husband and I are crazy enough to try to plan a trip around a
0: donut shop. oh
2: They. <laughs> the funny thing is, is they also have
1: really good rules.
0: All right, Tim Hortons versus Dunkin' Donuts. For those wondering, Timmy's. Chris's opinion. Donuts. Timmy's donuts are better. Timmy's donuts
2: and Dunkin' Dunkin's coffee, coffee. Is better. Yeah. I I uh, had Dunkin' Donuts for breakfast this morning. Wow. As a matter of fact.
0: I find Dunkin' Donuts to be very unsatisfying, but I like their coffee, and I think that's because Tim Hortons has ruined Dunkin' Donuts for me by having better donuts, so it's, it's their fault, so I, I blame Canada.
1: I don't like any American donuts. I've tried Krispy Kreme. It's not what it's cracked up to be.
0: Well, you have to get them hot. What? You gotta get them right off the assembly line. Ooh. Yeah.
1: That sounds gross. What? All right. What? <laughs> So now that we've made everybody we hungry and about? thirsty
0: from donuts and I coffee. I am really hungry now.
2: I think we were talking about old TVs and old <laughs> All right. video games. Welcome
0: to TV Cast.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm Marie Purveteer, your host, whose oh. parents have won a ridiculous amount of TVs. Oh, so
0: how many, many have they won? Three. Three.
1: Three across like 15 years.
0: And How many from Let's Make a Deal?
1: Um, we won the Atari 90-something.
0: Ninety-two
1: okay. hundred or uh, 9, the, eighty-eight hundred. Probably
0: only one that starts with a nine.
1: Yeah, we won the Atari from Let's Make a Deal.
0: Ninety-six no. hundred. Yeah, it that's like. it.
2: No, important question: Were your parents wearing a costume well, while on Let's Make a Deal? Yes. So this was
0: not a televised Let's Make a Deal. Okay. This was so a. This
1: was like when whatever it's called now is called was called MGM Studios.
0: So Disney Hollywood Studios.
1: Yeah. And it was like they were in. They were doing off season taping for Let's Make a Deal because they were um, breaking in. Like, they were they were testing out new hosts and they were breaking in new girls.
0: Whoa, that, that sounds sound sexual. Good.
1: They they were they were giving the the showcase models experience. Oh, okay. Is that Experiences. better?
0: Experiences, <laughs> got it. That's what we call them now. All right
1: stage experience <laughs> mm-hmm. anyway so yeah you my, just dig my, that hole, my brother got picked because it was his birthday because it was christmas and because he was a minor he had to go with a parent so my mom went with him so they dressed up my brother like a clown and they dressed up my mother like a mopley
0: wait they supply the
1: costumes they do what wow. you can go with your own uh-huh but they do supply costumes too
0: this is my the show's ruined.
2: <laughs> really? I, I just thought it would always be funny for someone to show up and, like, say we're Moon cosplay or something at a Let's Make a Deal. <laughs> you know, modern twist on it. There is
0: not enough anime cro- cosplay on Let's Make a Deal. I can agree with that.
2: So,
1: yeah, my mom wore, like, this oversized blue shirt and literally had a mop on her head.
2: Mm.
1: <laughs> so, the funny thing is, is it was... My brother hadn't quite hit puberty yet. And so here is this guy who's, you know, five foot six, but he's got this nice squeaky voice that cracks every once in a while.
0: (laughs) You have VHS of this, don't you?
1: Yes. And I made sure that my mother did not throw it out. So somebody has it, but no one has a VHS machine to watch it on.
2: I was going to say, you need to transfer that to DVD.
1: We do. And when your brother gets married. He got married. He would not let us show it at the wedding.
2: That's why you don't tell him. Yeah, exactly. Be just VH, do it. You will in a VHS player and be like, here's his most embarrassing moment. And...
0: Easier to ask forgiveness than to beg permission. Or something like that. <laughs> okay, I killed that conversation. <laughs> Yay!
1: <laughs> so, Chris. Yeah. You've been playing stuff this week. I have
0: barely been playing anything this week. I needed a break from the video games. So I've been mostly playing crap on my iPad.
1: You've been playing Civilization on your
0: iPad. I played one game of Civ Rev 2 on my iPad on Easy, and I won which, yeah, applaud my my great achievement of not losing an easy game of Civ Rev 2. You
1: almost lost.
0: I did almost lose. It was very bad. Um, and then I played some game um, called Orion on here. Not Masters of Orion. It's heavily inspired by it, but it was boring and I didn't have fun with it, so I didn't finish playing it. And I don't know, for some reason, I was watching people stream a bunch of, like, Quick looks of Stellaris last week, so I'm like, well, what sort of, you know, 4X games can I play that I have access to already in my Steam library um, and I could just cheat the hell out of and have fun breaking the game? So I installed Fallen Enchantress Legendary Heroes and found that to be boring. (laughs) I didn't like it for some reason, uh, which is disappointing because I thought that was supposed to be the improved version of. Fallen enchantress or whatever and then i learned that stardock has put out two other strategy games since then and yeah whatever and i don't have them so i don't know Uh, and then i tried all the ios ones and then i realized that i don't care that much anymore and so i didn't play a lot of games this week because i was just kind of in a i need a break from video gaming funk so that that was the extent of my my experimentation. The rest of that has been t- you know tapping on Star Trek timelines a few times to keep progress in there. Other than that, we've been we spent the week on a quest to watch Marvel Civil War.
1: <laughs> it took us four days. It
0: took us four days. The first day ended you know in a, a satisfactory alternative where we ended up watching Ant Man because that we hadn't good. seen that yet, and that was good. Yeah. <laughs> And then it took us till Thursday to actually watch Civil War. But we did. Yay! And we're done with that.
2: Were all the theaters sold
1: out? No. No. So (laughs) Monday, by the time we were... So Sunday, we looked at times and realized that the only time for the theater that we wanted to go to was way too late. And then Monday... Because we waited too long. Yeah. And then Monday, neither of us felt like a theater. So we watched Ant-Man at Home instead. And I don't remember what happened on Tuesday, but Wednesday we ended up going out for dinner. And dinner ended up taking, like, two hours. And at that point it was like, well, it's too late to go to the theater. So finally Thursday, we did it. We, we pulled uh, it off. Last
2: week we had, we had the ultimate first world problem because all of the theaters were sold out except for Saturday. But my husband and I were out of town Saturday for our annual free comic book day pilgrimage. so it was like do we do our pilgrimage or we do civil war first weekend we ultimately decided on the pilgrimage and uh i couldn't deal with that waiting until this weekend to see it because everybody was spoiling it it's like i couldn't listen to any of my podcasts so my birthday was wednesday and i was like you take me to civil war for my birthday and we did and it was great
0: well good I'm I'm glad we're all caught up. Now we can spoil it yeah. for all our <laughs> listeners. No, no, we don't need to do that. It was good. Yeah.
1: We are glad we watched Ant-Man first because it wouldn't have made sense otherwise. Oh, it
0: would have made perfectly fine sense. We could have caught up on Ant-Man later.
1: Okay. It but just Chris, was more
0: appreciated. I know a guy. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. So, that yeah,
1: we did that. And Ugh. I played a lot of Gems of War this week. Because a lot of my work this week, there was a lot of hurry up and wait this week. So it was like, write, press, release, send, wait for edits, get edits back, make edits, send. Wait for Japan to approve, do edits, and So, yeah, I ended up playing a lot of Gems of War because it was, like, easy. It Because there's no time limits on the turns because it's a puzzle quest game. Um, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, even if I'm in the middle of the match and all of a sudden I get an email that's like, hey, this has to be done in the next 30 minutes, I can just put down the controller and do my thing and then pick it back up when I'm done. So, yeah, I was playing a lot of Gen of this week. I um, now own 45% of the world and <laughs> I've completed. What? <laughs> You're buying the world? I am buying the world. Mm. So, is there like a
2: world map?
1: Or yeah, so nothing? the I- the idea is, is there are kingdoms on the map, and around the kingdoms, there's like a fog of war. So oh, once you purchase a kingdom, it dissipates some of the fog of war around it and it un- unveils more kingdoms, which you then have to purchase to unveil, to, you know, push away more of the fog of war. I see. And then, um, so each kingdom has quests, which is the actual storyline. And um, as you finish quests, you unlock challenges, and challenges are like the enemy has a set number, a, a set of opponents that you can challenge over and over again for increasing difficulty, and... This game has, like, a myriad of currencies that you kind of have to keep track of. So there's gold, which is used to unlock kingdoms and upgrade kingdoms. And then there's souls, which is used to upgrade creatures. And then there's glory, which is used to purchase chests. Oh, gold is used to purchase chests, too. And then there's a PvP system that has trophies. And then there's gems, which is a real money currency. And then there are VIP ranks, which is based on how many gems that you So bought.
0: is the idea that they confuse the hell out of you, so you just spend money to make it make sense?
1: Uh, maybe.
0: Okay. Free to play. It certainly
2: sounds like it.
1: <laughs> so... um it's fun i haven't spent any money on it and i haven't stopped enjoying it which is you're the real winner i am the real winner (laughs) yeah and i mean i think i do appreciate the fact that i can do everything without spending money but i can see the appeal of spending money because there are things that i wouldn't like money is fun to spend so and i finished bravely second last weekend good for you um excellent (laughs) you you can spoil everybody bring on bravely third i'm so excited
2: I'm only on chapter 2.
0: So I won't spoil anything. Well, what are you taking so long for, Kelly?
2: I have not been able to get into it like the first one, <gasps> and I don't know if I've just been burnt out or have been interested in playing other things and it just hasn't grabbed me. It's just uh, it just hasn't grabbed me like the first one did.
1: I will stay I will say rather it starts slower than the first game. But I think that it maintains a much better pace throughout the game than the first one does.
2: I mean, as long as it doesn't do the chapter five stuff like the last game, no. then I'm sure
1: there it'll is be- there is repetition, but it is nowhere near as bad as the first game. In fact, I finished Bravely Second in ten hours less than Bravely Default. And I'm at a higher level in Bravely Second, and I have more jobs mastered in Bravely Second.
2: Okay. And I keep hearing something about how there's a hint you're supposed to take.
1: Yes, but if you're in Chapter 2, you're not there yet.
2: Okay. Because I keep expecting like, this huge hint. No, cause...
1: no, no. When, okay. when the title <laughs> screen changes, okay, that's when the hint comes up.
2: So so I might it might behoove me every chapter to kind of back out of the game and then check the title screen because
1: you'll know when the get... title screen changes. Uh, yeah, I don't okay. think this is there as is subtle a as, very, as you're thinking. There is a very obvious event that occurs and then the okay. title screen changes. And you literally can't miss it. So okay. don't don't feel paranoid. Trust me, you'll know when you're there that you're <laughs> well, there. Way. You not may not know that, what to do because I got stuck, and I had to have someone give me a hint.
2: The last game, I see when I play my 3DS, I just put it in sleep mode when I'm done with the d- yeah. done with it. So I never saw the title screen for the hint in the last game. But I was told that the hint didn't matter anyway. No, it didn't. Okay.
1: For this one, it does. But okay. it will. You will not be able to avoid seeing the title screen.
2: Okay. Oh, I might keep push trucking on then. When does it pick up? About chapter three. Um, it, I feel
1: I felt that it picked up pretty well in oh. chapter two. I I do agree okay. that chapter one was a little slow because okay, they have dist- to start introducing you to all of these things, to all of these like systems and mechanics because they can't assume that you've played the first game. Right, and right. so they kind of dole out all of this information in a slow but steady progress, and then once you know it all, for lack of mm-hmm. a better phrasing, the second chapter is definitely a lot more peppier.
2: Okay, and not only that, I was kind of sad that I wasn't going to be playing with the characters in the demo because I kind of like the characters in the demo. Yeah,
1: no, unfortunately they they leave your party very quickly.
2: That made me sad. I really like them.
1: Yeah. But at the same time, you get Idia back and Tiz. And that yeah. was cool. I, and I like the two new characters. I think that Magnolia and you play off of each other really well.
2: For the gravy.
1: Ah, la vache.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to pretend I know what you're talking about.
1: Um, so Magnolia speaks no, no. French. Okay. And I'm air quoting over my monitor so that Chris can see it. She speaks mm-hmm. French
0: mm-hmm.
1: so yes she exclaims things that are Frenchy Frenchy got it okay I just
2: love you's cute little innocence he's so adorable
1: I like um the the monster manual that you fill out yes that too because as you go along the party members each get a pen in their own color
2: have you figured out who the purple text is because I have no. well idea yes who because specific-
1: I've beat the game Okay, so you're not supposed to know until. No, and it showed up, and I'm like, "Who the hell is the purple pen?" Yeah. So. I was
2: tearing my hair out trying to figure. Well, is it the chicken, the crystal? No. No. Well, don't tell
0: her who it isn't, and don't tell her who it is, Anna. Let let her.
1: Well, no, I will tell her that it is not on. Yes. Okay. Okay. You are. You're gonna love it when you find out who it is.
2: Okay, I just need to keep playing them. Yes. You do. It is That's intended to be. It is intended
1: to be a bizarre mystery at this point.
2: Okay, I'm. I'm glad it's not just me being dense. You're
1: not. <laughs> You're not. Don't worry. So, and then I think all of us have been playing Final Fantasy Record Keeper, right?
2: Yes. Oh,
0: another record keeper. Yes. So I
1: finally got back I, in a record keeper this week. Good for
0: you. I- I have put an ungodly amount of hours into that oh, game. Oh, but how much point. money have you put into
2: it? <laughs> so, so
0: far, only $16. Good for you. You're doing better than us. <laughs> and
2: it, it was because both times I ran out of Mithril, and I was like... 10 stacked buffs into a boss and it was like one of the bosses oh. to get the uh, second level memory crystal. Ah. And I was like I've gotta slog through. Oh god, <laughs> I don't wanna spend money. screw it, I'll spend money. And the cheapest pouch doesn't seem like enough, especially if you're already at that point. Yep. So I figured, okay, eight bucks, I'll only do this once. And, and you've that done it be twice. <laughs> yeah, I've done it twice. <laughs> It wasn't at the same time it was okay. like two different just horrible memory crystal bosses the bonus battles so <laughs> as long as i keep it to like maybe once a month that's my limit then
1: it's been a long time since i've spent money on record keeper so i'm kind of okay with where i'm at
2: but, you know, I have spent so much time in that game that I kind of don't feel guilty for spending money, you know? Through right, Phoenix,
1: and I mean, um, that's that's kind of the way that I feel about some of the other... Like, I've spent a lot of money on Shop Heroes. Like, I've probably spent $100 on Shop Heroes when I add it all up. And I want to spend $30 more. Um, but I've played that game so much...
2: Right now I am sitting at about like 68 mithril because I'm waiting for the next nightmare dungeon since the 50 uh, relic pulls are usually only 25 mithril for those. Mm.
1: Yeah, nice. That's actually, that's a good plan. I am going, I'm going back through the daily dungeons because they reset kind of while I was in hiatus. So I've been getting a lot of mithril. I actually did a 50 mithril pull last night and I got Perom's um, soul break plus soul break dagger. Good for you. So I'm going to be working keep, on Perome.
2: I keep getting soul break equipment on characters that like I don't want to use and I'm never going to use, like Jet.
1: Right. And I mean, the, uh, this is the problem that I run into is I have a whole bunch of like rods and daggers for spell casters mm-hmm. and I don't use
2: spell casters. I think the best soul break equipment I have right now Was on Lulu And it gives her the ability March of the Moogles Oh nice which, which that completely destroys anything ice That's weak against ice But if you use it on something that absorbs ice And forget Then you kind of like Oh great Why did I just do that? I healed the boss <laughs>
1: Lovely And It's a free login weekend for Final Fantasy XI. I'm subscribed, but it means that there are more people on. So I... It's a
0: login week. Free login week. Right.
1: So free login week. So I hopped on Final Fantasy XI last night, and I'm leveling up Dancer. So I did 1 to 37 last night. And I will be working on that today. So that's what I've been playing. Is there anything else that you've been playing, Callie, we didn't talk about?
2: Um, I already talked about Bravely Second and Record Keeper. I have been trying to play final fantasy 12 because the first time i played through, played through it i blew through the game and had no idea just how huge that game was and this time around i'm trying to get all of the hunts and hidden espers and i've put about 110 hours into it so far Wow. And I'm, yeah, I'm very close to the end. I think I've got like two more dungeons to do before I can kind of get to the point of no return. But um, all of them, well, Bosch, Fran, and Ash are all like in their Bosch 70s. Bosch von Ronsenberg
0: of Delmaska? Yes.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. Every Captain time Bosch? Th- <laughs> Don't believe Vondor's lies. Okay. That. Like, them three are in their 70s, and then the other three characters are, like, in their 40s. So I've just used nothing but those three characters throughout most of the game. And have the license board pretty much filled out on everybody. And those three characters have been able to just destroy anything I throw at them. Nice. And I can kind of see how this game kind of birthed the partigan system in 13 because I can't tell you how irritating it is when I I want different gambit decks to mess with because I can't tell you how irritating it is to need something and then have to go into the menu and switch out the gambit or turn stuff off Mm -hmm. it's like this game would have been so much better if they would have given you like three loadouts to switch between at any given time
1: yep I agree I think I took about 90 hours to beat that game, and I did it entirely on stream.
0: <laughs> you can uh, watch I mean, the archives uh, on our YouTube channel. RBGamer, ah.
2: <laughs> Yay. Marketing. Uh, I mean, all things considered, I think it's a, definitely a fun Final Fantasy game and a nice little romp into the past. Uh, I can kind of see why people got turned off by it back in the day, though. It's Those people the- were
0: wrong it's a really good game and it has great music.
2: And I don't even really mind that Vaughn and Pinello were there because oh, it kind of... Oh, okay.
0: Alright, you you pointed out what's wrong with the game.
2: Good point. <laughs> well, to, you know I mean To me, it kind of gives you a perspective into the kids' heads that, uh... you know, you get wrapped up in this huge, overarching story, and if you put yourself into the mind of the kids, then it kind of makes sense. Uh... I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking out my butt. I I, just, I don't mind Von and Pinello's I'm not going to say
0: that you're wrong. I just hate those characters.
2: But I mean, I agree. I do think that the game would have been a much more solid story if they wouldn't have been there. But I don't. I don't hate them. Okay. I don't like them either <laughs> there. Just to them. clarify, I just don't it isn't like them. I, but it's not it that hate I them. don't
1: like them. It's yeah. that I don't hate them.
2: No, they're they're there. They're cute. They don't bother me that much. I, I certainly I certainly like their presence better than Hope and thirteen because I just wanted to push him off a cliff. But that's just me. Anyway, and the other thing I played, touched on but only briefly, was Stranger of Sword City because Ooh. my hu- my husband got it for me for my birthday.
0: Alright, which one? Vita or Xbox? Vita. Okay.
2: Um, and are you playing
0: realistic you, portraits or anime portraits?
2: Um, cat girls. <laughs> Just cat, all cat girls. All cat
0: girls. Okay. But realistic cat girls or anime cat girls?
2: Just cat girls. It I thought you matter. could choose.
0: Oh, okay. Great.
2: Um, I, they, they, they all kind of look a little anime to me. Okay. I, think my char- I think my character portrait is more realistic, but she's also the one wearing the least skin. Wearing, I'm showing the most skin and wearing the least. So if that tells you anything. Okay. Uh, I just kind of went through and picked. Okay, cat girl. Cat, I, I think I have one elf in my party right now, but I also had well, to. Well, someone has to it. take
0: care of the cats and change the litter box, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Yeah. Got but it. I did I ended up having to restart it because I made some terrible life decisions at the beginning. Um, did you? you can pick the,
0: did you name the cat girls after your five real life cats?
2: Yes, I did. Yes! <laughs> but no, it's actually my mother's cat because oh, okay. I only have five boys and she actually has three girls. And okay. I ran out of girl. I ran out of girl's name, so I had to do WoW characters.
0: <laughs> um, All right, fine.
2: But, um when you roll a new character you pick the age of the character and the way it works is that the older a character is the more stats they can get but the less life points they have and the life points tie into how you or how many times you can die before your character disappears and like an idiot I rolled everything with like the highest age possible and they had no life point or they only had one life point so when they were dying in dungeons they were disappearing and it's like okay I've got to restart this because I messed this up so I kind of picked the best of both worlds bless you
0: middle-aged cats
2: yes <laughs> the right. middle-aged cats So cougars
0: okay yeah got it <laughs> cougars
2: sorry that was a terrible joke no
0: that's pretty no that's fine yeah
2: but um I really like the art style of that game so far I love that kind of high detail of D&D level art um i just wish i was better at the game but i've only kind of dipped my toe into it thus far
0: so i downloaded and installed ray gigant because of again art style because same company right but uh i have not really played it so (coughs) maybe next week Mm. so stranger of sword city how far have you gotten into it
2: uh first dungeon first dungeon okay my tail. Like I said, I had to restart. Right, right, right. This is a bad decision, so I'm kind of going through the first dungeon again, and I, before I restarted, I was just spending a lot of time running around, uh, getting some experience and trying to get some loot, because you can go into a room and hide and then ambush monsters, and when you ambush them, you have a chance to get a treasure chest. And that's kind of a great way to get loot very early in the game, but the difficulty is also all over the place. Oh yeah, that's annoying. It's like I'm doing, fi- think I'm doing fine, and then I go into a room, and then something will just completely destroy me, and it's like, okay, I'm not doing so great. And the other irritating thing is that I don't. I played through Demon Gaze and I beat it, and I do not remember Demon Gaze being this hard.
1: But um, I do recall a lot of those games have weird. They, some
0: spikes. of them, yeah, they do vary in difficulty. I I thought I was reading something that says Brave Gigant is meant to be like entry level, get people into the genre, where Stranger of the Sword City is for genre aficionados who want a challenge.
2: Huh. I should probably do Ray G. on
0: <laughs> I, 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 I read I one. I read like two things that said that, so you may want to corroborate it. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, I
2: thought I thought I was knew I would what I was doing because I'm no stranger to first-person dungeon crawlers. I played every Etrian Odyssey game.
0: Yeah, but those those actually are more friendly.
2: Yeah, yeah. people.
0: Yeah, so. I don't that's, know. That's
2: I, a very weird thing to
1: say about Etrian Odyssey. Oh, it's friendly.
0: Uh, I mean, hard dun- hard first-person dungeon crawlers are freaking hard, and you die a lot in them. That's kind of the genre. That's, well, one and of the things about mind, that genre. I,
2: bear in mind, I played the first three Etrian Odysseys on the DS before they had the choosable difficulty, and since then I've always done all of them on easy just so that I could kind of get through them. ...without wanting to throw my DS into a wall. Okay.
1: Yeah, see, I didn't enjoy... But Entry then how Odyssey are
0: you going to justify three buying months. a new 3DS every, you know, year and a half... ...like Nintendo wants you to?
2: <laughs> if you don't throw so it against the So you're saying wall. that Nintendo and Atlas have a scheme going? Yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: To throw more 3DSs more th- against walls. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I, I see through that scheme, Nintendo. I'm going to play on casual...
0: Etrian Odyssey
2: 5, Wall Monster...
0: Is coming <laughs> to a 3DS near you. It uh, only works on old 3DSs. Um, it doesn't work on new 3DSs. They want you, if you've already upgraded, you've beaten that game. Don't worry about it. Woo-hoo. This is only for people with old 3DSs who need to throw them against walls. Yes. Got it. Alrighty. Mm-hmm.
2: That, that pretty much sums up what I've been playing. All right. Well, I think that wraps
0: up our now playing. So it's time to jump into the news. Anna Marie. Beep,
2: beep, 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 beep
1: beep beep
0: thank you beep. dear beep beep beep
1: beep <laughs> beep hey since you don't have it on here okay let's start with world of warcraft legion
0: all right what about it uh so the <laughs> so, we had a release date last week right yes august the, 30th
1: the beta started this week
0: oh what the beta started the
1: beta started
0: am i in the beta
1: uh, i don't know are you in the beta uh, let's
0: check if i'm in the beta <laughs>
1: So, yeah. here's the interesting thing, is we have a few friends in it, including Stom, who used to be the head of news at RP Gamer, Like, the guy who hired me, like... Like, how
0: many years ago was this? 16 years ago. This is before World of Warcraft existed.
1: Actually, yes. Um, oh, wait, so that's actually true, isn't it? Okay. It is. It is true. Okay. So, he's in the beta, and we uh, I have a couple of other friends that are in the beta that have been talking about it. So, here is the interesting thing that I have taken from all of their discussions about it i think
0: it wants me to buy the expansion to put me in the beta
1: okay um it is really good yeah but buggy okay when it's up oh and buggy in what way um, well, there's still bugs to be worked out. Like, there are quests that don't work properly. And, like, instead of getting gear, it, like, takes things out of your inventory. Wait,
0: what? Yeah. There's Wait, some... say that again. There, instead there... of getting gear, it takes things out of your inventory? Yeah.
1: And so what it does, one of the quests right now, and I don't remember which Well, this one. is a
0: beta server, though. So this isn't affecting your real characters, Correct. right? So okay. this is
1: all beta stuff. All right. And, I mean, bugs are to be expected. It's a beta. But yeah one of the quests right now instead of putting two items in your inventory takes the first two items out of
2: your inventory
0: okay i love well,
2: it <laughs> that's an interesting fail state. it's like oh hey you didn't do well in that quest let's take your stuff yeah and so yeah
1: um the biggest problem is of course there's a serious lack of stability so the beta started i think wednesday or thursday and it spent most of the day down
0: this is weird for blizzard isn't and it and then
1: frat i mean yesterday i had a bunch of people that were like i want to play the beta but i can't log in right now but yeah, my- for all of the complaining that people have been doing when they're in it they seem to be really enjoying it despite <clears> the <throat> bugs so kelly you said your husband got in
2: yeah, I'm really annoyed with him because it's like you know it's not <laughs> like I'm doing it's not like I'm doing a show or anything on Saturday where I could have something interesting to talk about with these new people or anything, and you get the beta key. <clears throat> but um, he's he's really enjoying it so far. Um, he his main is a hunter and he can't do his hunter artifact quest right now, which I kind of feel for him. So he's just been rolling pre meds and kind of doing other artifact quests. And he's he said that the paladin and one was pretty epic Well that's good And it seems like It's kind of restored his faith in WoW Because right now Both of us well, both of us Are unsubbed and just Didn't really like Draenor all that much Much to the point to where We've actually had to ban talking about Why we don't like Warlords of Draenor In the house because it just turns into A rant that goes nowhere Hmm so i'm I'm it's restored my faith in the game for sure just from what he's played. I think that it's definitely gonna be kind of a step in the right direction and it's gonna pretty much make the game fun again. And I'm hoping I'll be saying that when I'm level one hundred and ten and doing the so, world quests. And, so
0: did you find the last expansion to not be fun?
2: i I liked it at first, and then once I hit one hundred, It was like, okay, there's dailies to do, but I didn't really like the dailies all that much. I absolutely hated the reputation grinds. I thought that they were horrible and a step back from what the reputation grinds had been before. So I'm hoping that this new reputation system where uh, there's going to be world quests is going to be better. And that's that's my thing, is that I really like getting reputations, because I, li- I like collecting the mounts, and I like getting pets. I'm a huge pet battler in that game. And I'm just, I really think that the adventure mode at the end is going to be the right direction. I hope. I'm praying. <laughs> okay.
0: So, Anna, do you know how this works if you want a physical collector's edition for Legion? And- I don't Okay, you don't know the details about, like, nope. if you pre-purchase, do you get your level 100 boost sooner or what? It, how does that work?
1: I am not oh. certain. I mean, we haven't bought a physical copy of WoW in, like... It's been a little while. It it was before we got married, at least.
2: I'm a physical collector's edition kind of person for those, just because I, I do like someone through the art book. Well, here's the thing.
0: If I go buy the physical collector's edition for Legion on Amazon, it is seventy one ninety nine because we're Prime. If I buy the digital deluxe edition on WoW's website, it's sixty nine ninety nine. So that's a two dollar uplift to get all the physical crap too.
1: That's possibly worthwhile.
0: I know, right? But how long do I have to wait? Can I do that thing where if I also pre-purchase the regular game and then i redeem my code from the collector edition i get an extension my subscription or are they doing any of that crap this time i don't know they've done weird stuff like that in the past but i don't see anything written anywhere i don't know what you're doing all right don't you also
2: get access to demon hunter like two days earlier than everybody else you
1: get it early yeah i haven't not i don't think they've really specified how early you get it Um, Some people were estimating maybe when the patch hit, but the patch can hit up to 30 days before the expansion does. Mm
2: -hmm. And I don't
1: think they're going to give it away quite that early. I mean, I was estimating 7 to 10 days. I think that's what I said last podcast was my guess.
2: Oh, and husband told me that Demon Hunter was awesome. Good.
0: Okay. Well, I've just pre-ordered a physical one. Okay. We'll see if that gets us any extra code sooner or whatnot.
2: We'll see.
0: I don't know. We have to and, f- go to the forums.
2: <laughs> and what I figured I might end up doing is using my boost on a character on one of you guys' servers so oh, okay. that when the expansion drops I can play with you guys.
0: Ah, cool. So you're going to use the boost to get... Fi- oh, never mind. I won't.
2: Use the boost to get through! Sorry. I, I want to use the boost to play with my new friends. Okay. <laughs> and plus, it'll give us something to talk about. Definitely.
0: Use the use the boost to get.
2: Through. Oh my god! We're moving on to
1: the next story. The, so, Axis
0: Games has posted details about Sheeran the Wander. Anna, you love Sheeran the Wander.
1: Um, I do. I thought you did. I don't think Anna I've ever hates
0: Sheeran the Wander.
1: That's not true. I just don't think I've ever played. It's a
0: mystery a Sheer- dungeon game, so you yes. should hate it, right? No. Oh.
1: I. What are you talking about? I've played. And I'm talking like about Sheeran the Wander, game. the Tower. Why would you say that I don't like them?
0: I don't know. The Sheeran the Wander, the Tower of Fortune, and the Dice of Fate for PlayStation Vita is so, coming out on July 26. 26th. Ah.
2: Do you know if the Vita version is getting a physical release? Um.
0: Yeah. It's probably Axis, not. So I don't know.
2: It's Axis, so
1: probably not. Not unless they're going through Nisa. So this was originally Shiren the Wanderer Five, which was a DS game, which we didn't get, and then they made an enhanced version and put it out on the Vita, and it became Shiren the Wanderer Five.
0: And this one will have co-op. Yes.
1: So um, the problem is, is I don't think they've specified whether it's online co-op or local.
0: Uh, it doesn't say. Yeah. I assume it's local. Okay. Mm. And their secrets were passwords. Um, 32 passwords in total, with the first being Nonary game, which sounds like 999, so I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> All right.
1: So, hey, Chris. Yeah? You need more maps in Fire Emblem.
0: I, I always need more maps in Fire Emblem. So... In fact, my playthrough of the second of the three games is consisting mostly of DLC and not actually the story of the game. <laughs>
2: Oh, let me guess—you're playing the Nor.
0: No, path? I did Nor first.
2: Oh, oh, yeah. okay.
0: So now I'm just this time I've got it set to Phoenix, and I'm trying to make abusively terrible characters that can destroy the game on their own. So I'm using all the DLC maps to level people up and just make these terrible, like Pegasus Knights of Evil. Um, and whatever the. Yeah, he turned everybody that
1: he could on his team into a
2: Pegasus Knight. Yeah,
0: and any, oh. any sort of flyer I have access to, I just try and make as many of those as I can and level them up so that you just abuse well. everything.
2: Well, thank God for Phoenix mode, because anything <laughs> with an archer would just make you want to cry. I know.
1: Well, I mean, that being said, his characters are so powerful, he just flies right up to an archer and blams it
2: in the face. But I mean, can they sur- can they survive the hit if an archer somehow gets on him?
0: Uh, at the thing? level at the levels I'm at, yes. Um, but I'm not really at the level where I need to do that at late game yet. So I'm I'm still working on it. It's 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 an in progress project.
2: I I've never thought to break a game like break that game like that before.
0: Well, I don't know if I'll be able to succeed, but um, so far so good.
2: Yeah, <laughs> sounds like thanks fun. to
0: Phoenix mode. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So the deal, yeah. second set of DLCs.
0: Okay, so I bought a, a bundle. Does this include these two or you, no?
1: Well, did you buy a map pack one or map pack two?
0: I don't know. What did I buy? Oh, I bought what something a while ago.
1: So that was map pack one.
0: Okay, so this doesn't include m- this stuff then. Right. So this okay. is map pack two. How much do I have to pay for this one?
1: Um, the full set of it together, seven ninety nine. Seven ninety nine. Yeah. Unless you're in twenty nine Canadian. Yeah, Holy poor crap. Canadians. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, we actually we talked through all the prices of this a while back. Yeah. Um,
1: cuz they announced it early. Yeah. So. so
0: the it's out now, right? Yep. Okay. So, wow. Well, go get it.
1: And next yeah. week it'll finally be available in Europe.
0: Oh, go Europe. Like the I game or this. the map pack?
1: No, the game. The oh, game seriously? comes out May 20th, uh Revelations Oh,
0: cuz we got Fire Emblem and they got Bravely Default. Correct. Bravely second. Oh.
1: Nice little trade there.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) So they'll get um, uh, Hoshido and Noor, Birthright and Conquest, this week on the 20th. And
2: then they They get get all of them at once? On June 9th. Oh, okay. Okay. I had just started Noor and then um, Bravely Second came out and I kind of had to set it aside
1: yeah i know that's that's kind of the problem is is those are both very involved games
2: that you kind of Mm -hmm. want to play it all the way through to the end before you stop and it didn't help that i just became obsessed with getting all the children in this game which i didn't do in awakening for some reason really that was like my favorite part of awakening
0: i don't care about the kids in this game i don't know how to care less about the kids in this game because they don't really matter to the story and they just seem to waste well, they time matter
1: to the new dlc
0: what uh, oh yeah but you don't have to recruit any of them for that new dlc that's you true. just get them
2: yep that's true i just wanted to see who made what kids
0: okay that's fair and Anna made a really spreadsheet cool in the first in Awakening. Yeah, so she started. I, she I started genetically ready. engineering her children.
2: <laughs> they, my favorite kid in the Hoshido side was Dwyer, the Jacob's kid. <laughs> I, t- I, I He's pretty good. La- awesome. I loved what a lazy bum he was. <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah, I have him.
2: Um,
1: I like Forrest who is a. Who is a nor child and i forget who his dad is oh uh-huh. he's just adorable i want to pick him up and hug him
2: okay i i, I can't remember the character on Nor side he reminds me of buzz lightyear just has that <laughs> kind of arthur <laughs> I, I, I want to see what his kid is like so bad that his I need kid to go back is to that.
1: just like him
2: <laughs> it is awesome Oh, I'm, I'm definitely going to have to pick that up back up again when I finish Brave with second, because I, I want to see his kids so bad. So in regards,
1: the problem I'm having in Revelations is I need to actually start charting out who's going to marry who, because I don't know if I'm going to run out of people or not. So I'm also trying to pair together like Nor and Hoshido royalty in Revelations, because you get like all the characters in the Revelations run. So
2: you're trying to create some kind of weird Game of Thrones family tree? Yeah, I guess.
1: <laughs> Do you get two
0: kids out of those relationships? No. Oh, okay.
1: Because remember, it's tied to the father. Uh, even for royalty? Okay. Yep.
0: You're the only one who's just your character is different.
1: Yep. Right. Well, no, me and Azura.
0: No, but like if you're playing a female main character, you will get... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see. so the
1: main character and Azura. All right are the two people that their lineage is different. Doesn't
0: Azura have, like, two kids? Yes. And then her father's kid? Or no?
1: No, she has two kids. She has the character that is always associated with her. She has a son that's always associated with her. And then she has a kid with whoever male character she marries.
0: Oh, okay. I see. I thought she had two associated with her. I She does
1: have... Technically, she has two associated with her. One is static, the other one is fluid. It's the father's child.
0: Right. Okay.
1: Alrighty. So, compile heart.
0: Black Rose Valkyrie. What is this game again? I don't remember anymore.
1: Um
0: It's set for June thirtieth, Japanese release on the PlayStation four. Black Rose Valkyrie. Uh they put a trailer out. You can watch on the trailer. Oh, trailer. Um <laughs> They're talking about something called ACID, the Anti-Chimera Intercept Division, and I don't know.
2: It looked interesting, I guess. You guess? I, Anna's I don't know. leaving it looked, me. It looked a little too okay. hyperdimension.
0: Anna just got up and walked away. I thought she was going to tell me about Black Rose Valkyrie. All right, well, you can watch it. It looks... You think it's hyperdimension-y? Okay. Yeah, it does look hyper doesn't it?
2: That was the impression I got from the little screenshots I looked at. I didn't get a chance to see the trailer.
0: Yeah, it looks... Yeah, there's a lot of hitting things. All right, so Action RPG. Go check it out. See if you like it. Learn more about acid from the story. Ugh. All right. Um. Oh, <laughs> here we go. So experience the people who made both Regigant and uh, Stranger in Sword City, which we talked about earlier, they've announced an updated version of Black Palace, the PlayStation Vita exclusive version of a dungeon crawler. What? I'm confused. <laughs> oh
2: yet another Vita Dungeon Crawler.
0: Yeah, so now they're updating it. I don't know I don't know much about Black Palace, so I'm not sure of the history here. Um, the new release is gonna have new content uh which includes a character from Students of the Round which I don't believe we got here and they're going to have some changes on feedback and it'll be out in Japan on July 26th for 3800 yen and if you have the original game you can just update it for 1800 yen and you'll get the expanded stuff and no idea if it'll be out here so um there's a good chance since we've seemed to get most of the other ones so
1: yay so oh. we have trailers For Adrian
2: Odyssey Five.
0: Well, hold on. First, I want to know if Kelly's going to buy buy Black Palace. You going to (laughs) import that?
2: Uh, no. I okay. I don't know Japanese, so if if I do end up buying it, it it, might be just because I see it at a retro game store. Don't
0: you want the most challenging first person dungeon crawler for Vita experience by having one that you completely can't understand?
2: (laughs) I don't like to challenge myself that much.
0: Okay. I um, mean,
2: I like a challenge, but, the but language barrier—probably not.
0: And you're already hating the challenge level of Stranger in Sword City. <laughs>
2: I'm not necessarily hating it; just be like, "Oh God, this is hard."
0: It's hard. All right. This doesn't feel good. Oh. Trailers. More trailers. Yep. At oh. Etrian Odyssey, Odyssey. Here you go. Here you yeah, go, Kelly. There we go. Long myth.
1: So, this is coming out in Japan on August 4th. We haven't heard anything about a Western release, but yeah. two things could happen. One, we could hear about it at E3. Most likely. Or two, they could announce it in, like, September for, like, a February or March release date.
0: That's fair.
2: I think that there's a pretty good chance we're going to get this here. Because, I mean, every Etrian game, I think, has been released here, hasn't it? Yes. Okay. So we're going to get... I mean, we're going to get it.
1: We are going to get it. It's a matter of when.
2: Yeah, I was looking at the trailers this morning, and I noticed that they kind of overhauled the uh, user interface for that game. Yes. So they started to do a little bit of it with
1: Etrian Odyssey 4, and they sort of refined again with the Etrian Odyssey 1 remake and refined it a little more again with the Etrian Odyssey 2 remake. And now they've kind of done a fairly significant jump for Etrian Odyssey 5. So I'm pretty stoked. This is like the only first-person dungeon crawler I will play. So
2: I am looking forward to hearing more about it. I'm looking forward to, fact that, to, to the fact that we're getting a new one. Eventually. Eventually, I mean, I, I really like the remakes, but 4, I could not get enough of.
0: Is this going to have the heavy story stuff, like the remakes of 1 and 2?
1: Um, I am not certain. Okay. I don't know if they've really specified. The thing that they've been focusing on over the last few months has been putting out videos for each class. This because... one has
0: dog people and rabbit people.
1: Yes. Because not only have they introduced a bunch of new classes, but they changed the way a lot of the classic classes work.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So there's been, like, 18 class videos.
0: Oh, it has short people, too. I like to have short people <laughs> in my parties.
2: Yeah, you name one after me.
0: Yeah, usually.
2: I'm, I'm personally kind of happy about going maybe going back to having a completely customizable party because the past two games have had that adventure mode, and I kinda, I played through them in the... Uh, Adventure mode with the preset characters, Can you? just kind of get the story. Can you play the
0: remakes with a
2: custom party? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So then yeah. they but just don't, don't have the story. Well, no, not really. Oh. Is is the story there? It's just you're not interacting with it directly like you would with the characters. That's I have not played those two with the um, with custom characters yet. I
1: replayed a little bit of the first one with custom characters and found that it wasn't grabbing me because I didn't have that strong story element.
2: Because that's one thing that I've liked about Well, at least most of the Etrian Odyssey games have had a pretty strong story even with custom characters. You're just kind of not directly involved with it. Yeah.
1: So... Yeah, the detached story kind of turned me off of the original games. So I like the story mode in the remakes. So, hey, here's one for you, Chris. What? So, you're probably going to be interested in Tyranny.
0: Yeah, that's the new Obsidian RPG.
1: That's right. The idea is, is, what if the bad guys won?
0: Yeah, but I assume that after that, you're going to try and win as the good guys. Maybe. No. I All don't right.
1: know. Uh, You you start the game traveling around as, like, a judge for the bad overlord.
0: Oh, so you are a bad guy.
1: you Are you? Well. Or are you just a good guy? What would be more interesting, do you think?
0: What would be more interesting, if you turn from a bad guy to a good guy, like we've seen done a billion times before, or if you stay a bad guy?
2: I'd almost Uh. say stay a bad guy.
0: Then it might be depressing, though, right?
2: But better yet, stay a bad guy, but then usurp the current bad guy and be a badder guy.
0: Well, that sounds like an mm. NIS America strategy game now.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that sounds like Disgaea.
0: Uh, something like that, yeah. All
1: right. So how do you pronounce this, Chris? Tyranny? No. The next story.
0: Oh, the next story. Okay, hold on. Um, Meek? Uh, Meek? I don't Meek? know. Make? Meek? Mike? Mike-you? Mike-you? Make-you? I- um myQ make you Labyrinth of death is the second title in compile Hearts Makai Ichiban Khan series following trillion God of destruction it's a first person dungeon crawler oh is it on Vita yep yep um
1: <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> Chris is a first person dungeon crawler we just what talked about one on system?
0: 3ds we just talked about one on 3ds
1: okay fine. <laughs>
0: Uh, the Fine. game's a first-person dungeon crawler with a player's three-person party, joined in its turn-based battle system by three customizable mechanical guardians. Okay. And it's a follow-up to Trillion, All right, which was on PS4, right? Uh, Vita. Oh, that was on Vita, too? Y- yes. Oh, man.
2: Tr- Trillion looked more like uh, roguelike than Dungeon Crawler.
0: Okay. I thought it was supposed to be like a Disgaea type of type title
2: from the screenshots it looked more dungeon crawler oh, okay. but or rather roguelike but i could be mistaken i well because it was made by a it. lot of
0: people who made the disguise series and had left uh, um the nis but yeah
2: actually it was the map screen that made it look like it was a roguelike because there's a map in the upper corner
0: oh okay yeah then that would seem more roguelike wouldn't it all right Well, so we have screenshots from MEIQ, whatever that is, (laughs) Um, and it'll be out in the fall of 2016 in North America and Europe on Vita with PlayStation TV compatibility.
1: Yep. So no full release date yet, but... That's close enough. We kind of know when it's coming.
0: Probably September, October.
1: So... Do you need yet another Final Fantasy game on your PC, Chris? I,
0: I just bought one this
1: week. Was it perhaps Final Fantasy X and X2 HD?
0: It was. I got it on a sale. Ooh. I hear it's a technical showpiece for the, play sta- for the PC.
1: <laughs> no. No? It's got some issues.
0: Oh. Well, it's out now for 30 bucks or it's on sale for 20 anywhere from 20% off to 25% off at various stores, um, at steam key selling type stores. So, uh, green man gaming where I got mine. Actually, I think it's just straight up on sale on steam. So I don't even know why I bothered. And, uh, yeah, it has problems, doesn't it, Anna?
1: Um, yeah, the frame rates locked and the window size is locked. Although I'm sure people will find ways around that very quickly. Um, there are menus that aren't accessible via the controller, even though it claims it has full controller support. And um, even if you have a controller, the mouse um, cursor stays on the screen.
0: Now, wait, wait, wait. There are menus only accessible
1: with the controller? No, there are oh. menus that are only accessible with the keyboard.
0: Okay. All right. So, play. Don't you want to play Final Fantasy Ten with your keyboard?
2: What? No. <laughs> The the thing that fascinated me about this release and it's like Y Square Y is that it has dual audio but you can't mix and match. So you can't do Japanese voices and English subtitles. Oh, you can what? only do Japanese text, Japanese subtitles and English English subtitles. What? Well some somebody already modded that. Okay. Yeah, that didn't take
1: long. Is
0: that the makes What? what? <laughs> All right, so um, this does, like the PS4 version of the remake, it has both soundtracks in it. So that's and good. And it
1: has the, the cheat options. And so like could, the
0: like... other PC Final Fantasy games, it's got all the cheat things. So um, faster animation speed, remove random encounters, unlock all your character skills, stuff like that. So you can you can cheat. Uh, so that's good to me. Um, that's one of the things that appealed to me about it. And, unlock
1: uh, the full sphere grid.
0: Yeah, that's some cheating right there. <laughs>
1: and then uh so, speaking of cheating
0: well hold on hold on um i bet you the people that guy who like hacks the dark souls games he has like a generic hacking tool now for like um doing graphical fixes to games it's not like for cheating in the games it's for like Ooh. you know yeah frame rate unlocks and stuff like that i bet you that he i bet you that there will be files for this game for that tool very soon oh i'm sure i bet you all right What what's next
1: um, Pokemon! How about Pokemon's? Pokemon! Get to the so They did a da, little short video for um, Pokemon Guns. Sun and Moon where they introduced what the are we doing? three starters.
0: They look weird, Anna.
1: So the grass type is flying grass.
0: It's like this weird, like horror movie owl thing with the giant
2: horror. It's got like a
0: bone nose in the middle of its face. It's scary looking and a leaf bow tie.
2: I think it's kinda cute.
0: Well the leaf bow tie helps.
1: (laughs) That is an awesome comic. Sorry, we'll have to post that in the uh, in yeah, the thread. Yeah, put it
0: in the thread, yeah.
1: Uh, oh, that
2: picture that I just sent.
1: I'm your son.
0: And then there's a cat. <laughs> there's a cat that looks like Sophie just sulking and walking away from you.
1: Which is exactly like Sophie.
0: Yeah, exactly, except it's at giant fire whiskers.
2: So, it's called Litten. Okay. I was drawing that before the podcast and it looks like Dr. Robotnik's cat. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it does have call. the thick
1: whiskers. Yeah.
2: And then... And then
1: um, what
0: is going on with this so seal with an ice cream cone on, it, cone Pop- on its face?
1: Poplio, I yeah. don't know what it is, but the internet...
0: <laughs> Nobody knows what the, the no, heck no, no, this no. is. Nobody Here's
1: the thing is, it. there there is like this massive divide where people either love... Poplet and, or Popleo and think it is the most amazing Pokemon ever or people loathe it with the hatred, burning hatred of a thousand suns.
0: Oh, the Sentry. And okay. I do
1: not understand this dichotomy because there is no one who seems to be stance neutral on Popleo. I'm, I'm
0: confused. What's going on on its fins? It's got these two white things that I don't know what they are. Eh. Are they supposed to be claws? Because they're like, they, they're maybe on both sides. It doesn't make sense what they are. I don't know. What I they mean, are. I
2: think, I think the hatred is coming from the fact that people were convinced that it's going to look like a clown when it involves, and people with that clown phobia just nobody likes clowns. <laughs> okay, that but is a whatever. fair argument. Hmm. What I'm hoping that they're going to do with it is that um, the water starter for black and white started out looking like a clown and ended up becoming a ninja. Yeah.
0: Wait, what? ninja no
2: no no um the otter i'm oh, forgetting its um, name Ashawatt? yeah ashwatt
0: Asha, Asha. turned into a ninja yeah oh that's right a samurai uh, he turned into a samurai
1: yeah samurai that's
0: different wow. don't mix those up that's a, my actually, bad. and what kind of samurai has four legs he just had a giant horn on its head i don't know and oh it looks like samurai armor on his legs all right yes. fair enough He's, so, a, he's a pretty good. Important. He's a pretty good evolution, but I prefer Ashawat. Asha, but that's because the Pokemon series gave him personality that was appealing. Yes. So uh, we'll have to see if they do the same with the seal thing, whatever this is.
1: Hey, we should probably pre-order this game. What? Well, it's coming out. in. What,
0: are you worried they're going to run out of copies of Pokemon?
1: Well, no, but I bet you we'll get a deal like we did with uh, Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby.
0: Well, maybe when they announce that deal, we can pre-order it.
2: Okay. Um...
1: (laughs) It's
0: like, I can't do anything until they have it.
2: (laughs) Alice is responding to our picture and says that that I'm your son thing is a terrible joke. (laughs) 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 I, I read it in her voice and now I can't stop giggling internally (laughs) hey we have a release date
1: November 18th in North America November 23rd in Europe and slightly afterwards for the rest of the world is basically the way that it got broken down so
2: I I will admit I did squeal a squeal of joy when I saw that there was going to be a kitten starter because I
1: I think that's going to have to be my starter um, uh, I'm just, no question. I'm really hoping that it gets a second type when it evolves, because a straight fire Pokemon is okay, but I mean, um, the reason that Braxian became, like, a staple member of, like, my six Pokemon in, um, X, yeah, X, um, was because of that psychic subtype. And the... It it was so handy.
2: Well, just be careful what you wish for, Anna. You might have summoned another firefighting starter. Um, I'm kind of hoping it goes fire dark. I'm thinking that it's going to go fire dark, too. And you'll have a nice little rivalry with Houndoom if it does. Well,
1: and I mean, here's here's the interesting thing. We could also see something like Fire Fairy. And it gets kind of like crazy adorbs as it grows up
0: bravely default fire fairy
2: <laughs> I am uh, <laughs> I'm hoping that it's gonna evolve to look like a tiger oh you don't get it Chris
1: that the other lion is the sun legendary
0: I, I don't know okay
1: I'm your son I don't
0: know who either of those guys are
1: you don't know who Ente is
0: oh all right. Isn't that a legendary? Yes. Okay.
1: He's one of the, oh, just the cat legendaries. Go and explain it in Silver. the thread
0: so the people at home can follow along. Okay. I don't get this. All right. So.
1: Oh, yes. And they announced the two legendaries, the sun guy and the moon guy. Oh. I don't think so they, this
0: is one of the new game's legendaries. This is the
1: sun legendary.
0: Okay. All right. That's um, when, fine. Did
2: when did they, they announce the legendary. No. Sorry, I, I was what,
0: about to say that, but you cut me off. Okay. But first, we're going to defer to Kelly.
2: Well, when they announced the legendary, I told my husband, you're playing moon. And he was like, why? So because I, I want to play sun because of the lion. I
1: think we're going to end up having the same divide in this house.
0: I don't know what the moon legendary looks like.
1: It kind of looks like a sideways moon.
0: It looks you know like what, what? Know what, Oh, you know it's what, a bat? You know what okay. Lunatone
1: looks like? Think of that, but with like big wings attached to it. I don't want that. Well... Tough. too bad because i want the sun <laughs> oh i once. just saw
0: it i just saw it yeah it's a crazy looking bat all Isn't right i'll take cool? it
1: yeah i'll okay. take it keep in the sun batty yours
0: all right got it
1: done <laughs> all right see you in november <laughs> here
0: we go everybody who's been on edge waiting for the announcement of the pokemon names first off may i present to you the grass type pokemon grass quill type pokemon Rowlet it or roll it r-o-w-l-e-t standing one foot tall and weighing 3.3 pounds
1: because it's it's circular and you can like flick it and it goes rolling along
0: it is also a flying type and has leafage as its starting move second up we have the fire cat pokemon previously announced here litten that's a combination of the word lit and kitten it is a fire type it comes in at one foot four inches and nine and a half pounds man that's a fact well actually it's kind of a normal cat huh all right kind of we need to feed that cat some more actually that cat's kind of underweight all right next uh, it has ember as its starting move finally we have the sea lion pokemon poplio p-o-p-p-l-i-o it is one foot four inches tall coming in as the tallest out of the three starters oh wait tied with litten i guess (laughs) but is the heaviest at 16 and a half pounds give that thing some fish its starting move is water gun Wow. That's all I got for you.
1: Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. <laughs> thank, thank you.
0: Okay, thanks. Um, what are we doing? Um, we go on to the next story. We're talking
1: about Dreadlocks Limited. Uh, what? It's a Czech developer that's putting out a side-scrolling cyberpunk action RPG called Dex.
0: Um, Dex. Like... like Lieutenant Dex from Deep Space Nine? No, that's Dax. Oh, Dex. Oh, like the Gecko from um, Dex game. Actually,
1: um, no, I think that's Gex.
0: Oh, that's Gex? Oh, okay. What the heck's Dex?
1: The name of the game.
0: Okay, this is a Kickstarter game, isn't yep. it? So they succeeded? Yep. All right. Well, I presume they succeeded since they're coming out. All right, when's it coming out?
1: Um, July 18th for... How
0: about July 8th?
1: Or, sorry. Yeah, July eighth <laughs> on Xbox One and PS Four. Okay, it's coming out later on Wii U, Vita, and PC.
0: Okay, so going to come out initially on
1: PC? No. Weird. The only date they have is Xbox One and PS Four, which is July. All right. So.
2: It it looks like a side-scrolling Deus Ex. That's interesting. Okay,
0: is there email for me to read? <laughs> This is the most important question I have for you. When you say the words Deus Ex, can I hack machines and read email or not?
2: It looked like you could hack machines. I'm not sure about the email reading part, but from what I could see from the trailer, the machine hacking looked like a shoot 'em up. What?
0: Okay, that's yeah. that's good too. Um, this looks like an adventure game. I was watching someone play. This was
1: there the- maybe like an an early access look at? I didn't I mean, it, it,
0: I would need to know the story beat to know if this is the same game, because I don't remember enough. Okay, like, okay. if this is the one where, like, somebody kind of reaches out to her and all of a sudden she can hack without being an augmented person or something like that, then uh, I don't know what's going on. All right. Yeah, this might be that game. Um,
1: so how about The Witcher 3?
0: Is that still going? Yep.
1: Okay. New expansion coming out on May 31st, 2016.
0: Blood and Wine. Good title.
1: Ninety new quests. That's okay. Really, it has 30 hours of gameplay. Holy yeah. crap. Well, that they just
0: released like, one. They just released a giant one and people have been playing it. And now there's another one coming. Yep. So, so.
1: 20 bucks, 20 euros. Oh, shut up, what did Siri. You,
0: why is your phone talking to you? Because
1: Siri thinks that I'm talking to him. Why? I don't know.
0: Oh. Anna has chosen the British man for her Siri voice.
1: And, of course, like all of the other expansions for The Witcher 3, it will be available on PS4, Xbox One, and PC in two weeks.
2: Yay.
0: Okay. Two weeks. Yep, it's not long.
2: Two weeks and three days.
0: I should really finish The Witcher 2.
2: (laughs) I'm still gonna finish Witcher 1.
0: Oh, I like that game.
1: Well, you can just cheat your way through The Witcher 2, right, Chris?
0: Um... I plan to. (laughs) I cheated my way through The Witcher 1. See, in The Witcher games, I don't even have to use cheat engine. They have mods. So I just download the mods I want, and then it's like, here, have a mod that makes it so all your stuff sells back for five times what it should. Okay, thank you. And, yeah. That way I get to kind of play and cheat at the same time. That's the best, when, like, you're just taking advantage of the game, and you're not straight up hacking it, and you feel like you're grinding and just on super... I'm going to move on to the next story. All right, um, <laughs> Para Games has announced it's going to be putting a game out called Overfall. Uh, full release on PC, Mac, and Linux on May 17th. That is three days from now. It is a seafaring roguelike. It's out for 15 bucks, Though if you get it on early access, if you buy it before it's out, it's only 10 And it is isometric turn-based RPG. I've not heard of this one before. So you can go check it out on steam's store to see what we've got some screenshots up of it and uh oh that is some weird looking artwork it's like fully detailed realistic faces that are way oversized for their bodies
2: i i wonder it looks like bobbleheads
0: yeah it looks like bobbleheads that's a good point i don't know what's up with that and then you get to sail around too and then you get into combat and i don't know i i need to watch someone play this or watch some videos that is a weird art style. So it's not drawing me in, but maybe the gameplay would. <laughs> you going to pick that up, Kelly?
2: <laughs> I don't know. It's okay. it maybe on a Steam sale.
0: So it looks like it has a story builder tool as well, so people can publish their own adventures through the Steam workshop. So that's cool. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Capcom has announced Monster Hunter Generations, the newest Monster Hunter game. That, that's the one that's Monster Hunter X or Cross in Japan. Uh, it's coming to North America and Europe on July 15th. That's right, Chris. You've got two weeks to finish up anything you were going to do in Monster Hunter 4 and get prepped for the new Monster Hunter. Wheels, I'm coming for you. We're going to team up and we're going to destroy this game.
1: That's, there's only one problem with that release date. What? It's right before my birthday.
0: What's the problem?
2: Oh, she's dropping hunts.
0: <laughs> Do you want Monster Hunter? We can play together. No, it's is that one. what you're asking for? No. All right, you got it. I'll observe you a copy as no. well. No, no. That's what I heard.
1: I if I'm going to play Monster Hunter, I'm going to play like the cute game. You're going
0: to play the, the yeah, the console one that they're putting out. Yeah, yeah. Do we?
1: We haven't heard anything. About no, that we for haven't.
0: A while. No, nothing about the U.S. release of that. I don't Boo. think. Um, so.
2: Uh, the thing that's real relevant to my interest about this monster hunter you get to play as the power goes
0: yes yes um what do they call them this time prowlers prowlers all right player controlled felines um and i don't know how that works compared to the i know you get to control them but what i don't understand is how you choose between i want to do this quest as my human and this quest as my prowler
2: you do it in your hut
0: okay no, but I don't know what what advantages each has.
2: From what I could see in the trailer, I think that the prowlers can revive up to nine times. Oh,
0: oh! Battle. But they must be weaker.
2: They, they must be. I'm, I'm sure the game will probably explain it.
0: Yeah, the way Monster Hunter works is anytime it gives you something, it takes something away. <laughs> you, yeah. you never get something for nothing in Monster Hunter. Um, hmm. All right. Well, I'll check that out. Uh, Oh, and they're putting out a a themed 3DS XL. Um, I already have one from when Monster Hunter 4 came out, so I will not be buying another themed 3DS XL. Um, uh, North America's getting the blue version. Europe's getting the red version. I don't know why they're doing it like that. I'm sorry. Um, Oh, this is weird. The Europe version will have the game pre-installed, just like the Monster Hunter 4 one did. North American players will need to buy the game separately. I hope the cost reflects that, because that's kind of lame. Uh, Monster Hunter Generations features a number of additions to previous games in the series, such as more weapon styles, and you can play as, of course, the Prowlers. We talked about it. And um, you can play this on old 3DSs and new 3DSs. So, of course, with the new 3DS, you have the built-in thumb camera thing, which is nice. And I highly and the recommend extra buttons. that. Yeah. Um, the
2: extra buttons is so nice. Yeah.
0: I don't know if they use the extra buttons in Monster Hunter. Yeah, they do, actually. Yep, they do. Yeah, you want as many buttons as you can get in Monster Hunter. Let me put it that way. Console dates for Banner Saga 2. Kelly, I don't know. Are you a Banner Saga type person?
2: I have not picked it up yet. It seems like it would be something right up my alley, but I also heard that the story was really depressing. Yeah,
0: do you like to feel sad about life and everything in general? (laughs) and feel like not- i've got to fight and make this things right but no matter what you do things are going to end in not as good of a situation as you'd hope for
2: yeah I d- <laughs> it's not all about that necessarily i mean
0: the game's really fun mind- it's a fun tactical rpg and yeah the story is a bit of a downer because it's about the end of the world but you know what can
2: you do <laughs> i i don't mind a depressing story every now and then but I just heard that that one would make a hair bear cry. So. Oh,
0: I don't know if it's <laughs> that bad. Um, but it has been keeping me from playing the second one because I'm like, oh, I'm not ready for that emotional baggage right now. <laughs> I actually came up with a plan for Banasaga 2. My plan is to download Cheat Engine and to to manipulate the game to make the end of the world the happiest, best festival it can possibly be. And I don't know if that's going to work out for me. <laughs> Because I have a feeling that no matter what you do, that game's going to find a way to make things depressing. But that was kind of my miniature goal. I'll see how that goes. I'll let you know. (laughs) Can you manipulate the end of the world?
2: (laughs) Let me know if that works out for you. All right,
0: I'll let you know. Um, Let's see. Oh, the release date is July 26, 2016 for PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, We talked about Atrium Odyssey 5 already. Is there more here in this story that I should have copied and pasted up next to the other one? No, I don't think Looks It Looks
2: like it's just character
1: no, classes. Again, it's it's all of the trailers for all the different character right, classes.
0: We'll skip that then. St- I like this company's name, Anna. Steg-
1: StegoSoft.
0: StegoSoft. Do you think they it's run by a stegosaurus?
1: There are dinosaurs in disguise all around us.
0: Chris. Okay. Good. Good to know. <laughs> Man, how do they get the clothes to fit? All right. RPG Maker developed title Era Arafel, Fell, A R A F E L L. Uh, coming out on PC on June 2nd for 10 bucks, or 10 euros, or 11 Canadian, or 7 pounds. Whoo! It's an open-world exploration-type RPG thing. You jump, crawl, swim, and fly to find the world's areas. Do you think that's like a Metroidvania thing, do you think?
2: I'm looking at the screenshot that's looking a little more Secret of Mana. Oh, okay. But with turn, turn-based battles.
0: Alright, yeah, there you go. This actually doesn't look so bad, and it's an RPG Maker game, but I usually don't care for those art styles, but this isn't looking bad.
2: I mean, this this doesn't look like an RPG Maker game. If you wouldn't have said something, I wouldn't have been able to tell that it was.
0: Maybe maybe the newest one just has... I don't know. I I don't know how many games have come out with, like, the VX RPG Maker engine, so maybe this is part of that. I don't know. Um, Yeah, this looks cool, so i can keep an eye on it maybe they'll be it's going to be on steam and itch.io so it's you so go check that out that has a light nice look to it it doesn't feel generic yeah. that's i'm just amazed at seeing an rpg maker game that doesn't feel like crappy hand-drawn art you know yeah, i don't know.
2: You, usually you see an rpg maker game and you can tell just because it everything looks rpg maker you know it yeah,
0: I'm just wondering Sticks if it, is this the new era of RPG Maker games? They all look like this now. In which case, fine. This is the first one. Get, get it out of your system. Um, let's do it. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow and wishlist and check on that later. All right, cool. Arafel, A R A F E L L. If you want to check it out too and be like, huh, that looks, huh. All right, Koei Tecmo has put out more. De- oh, Anna, this is you.
1: Atelier Sophie,
0: the alchemist of the mysterious book Atelier Sophie, coming out next month in North America and Europe. Um, they put out info about the synthesis system. Um, yeah, you craft stuff in alchemy, big shock. Uh,
1: and then they talk about all of the characters and the official character names. Yeah. So you got
2: now, Anna. Did you see the uh, cauldron for? the crafting system in that in the trailer
1: um yeah actually so playstation nation got a review like a super early build of the game about two weeks ago and did a stream and so i actually got to watch him alchemize stuff and the cauldron system is completely different it's got like this four by four grid and every time you put an item into the pot it has like a Tetris piece that has to go into the grid. And as you fill in different parts of the grid, you get different bonuses. Um, But the problem is, is that if you put in another piece that overlaps an existing piece, that piece goes away. And so you have to kind of Tetris your way into filling in the square with as much of the area of the bonuses that you want covered without disappearing the other pieces.
2: And it looks like there was bigger cauldron, like you could select which cauldron you wanted to.
1: Right. And so it sounds like there's either going to be multiple cauldrons or multiple ways to synthesize. Um, And they may have different sizes or styles of grids. So I'm really excited.
2: Because I, I have not played the Dusk Trilogy yet. I have them, but I just haven't gotten around to them. But I I might end up skipping the Dusk Trilogy to start this one, because that cauldron system just looked interesting. Well, the
1: nice thing is, is... I feel like it's going to be a lot easier to go back to Dusk after playing Sophie than I would say going back to play the Arlen Trilogy after playing, like, say, Eska and Logie. So... Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't fault you for playing Sophie first and then going back to the other ones. I mean, I still haven't played... um, Oh, what's the third one in the Dust Trilogy? I want to say Aisha.
0: Yeah, but you have it.
1: Uh, But I don't have it on Vita. Oh. And that's really where my kind of bread and butter for finishing these games has been.
0: But then you can't stream it. I know. You should stream it.
1: So we're picking up Atelier Sophie when it comes out on the... Vita on June 7th in North America. Europeans have to wait a couple days later. They get it on June 10th. PS4, Vita, Collector's Edition, PS4, digital only Vita.
2: So yeah.
1: I'm excited for that game.
0: And there's a really fat guy in it.
1: Yes, that's um, Oscar Belmer.
0: Nice. (laughs) Alright, June 7th here, June 10th in Europe. And physical standard and limited editions also available for the ps4 version that's what i said yeah i'm just reiterating it because i'm an idiot all right midgar studio has released a new media update for its kickstarter game edge of eternity um the let's see what are they showing behind the scenes footage of the recording of the soundtrack including um let's see stuff written by yasunori mitsuda and cedric menendez and uh, that's pretty cool. And let's see. They've also put in a new set of screenshots, some work-in-progress gameplay footage. It's coming out for PC, Mac, Linux, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, don't know when it's coming out, though, but you can check on that, especially if you backed it. You might care. Um, let's see. And everyone's typing behind my back. What's Sorry. What's everyone typing about?
1: We're gossiping about you like girls are wanting to do.
0: Oh, okay. I don't mind that, then. Yeah. This game looks pretty... F- Fancy looking, so...
2: Fancy. I, I watched the battle system trailer, and it looks like a combination of the active time battle and the hex battle system from the later Wild Arms games, because you could actually pick where you wanted to be in the battlefield to avoid attacks.
1: Interesting. Mm.
2: It looks kind of neat.
0: This looks very... You know what this reminds me of is White Knight Chronicles, like the first trailer for that. It's got that nice... Very fancy looking, clear footage, and it's it's very pretty. And um, now we're in an age where maybe games can actually look like that first trailer for White Knights actually looked. Uh, <laughs> I kind of scaled that game back and it became painfully mediocre. So this one, hopefully, not the same. Um, we'll see Aww. how
2: it goes. You're gonna, so sad about that. Aren't I am you?
0: still sad about White Knight.
2: I <sighs> think about you every time I see it in the used one, <laughs> <gun>, Chris. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, now I feel bad. That's All right.
1: beautiful. All
0: right. Pub- <laughs> Publisher Octopus Tree released Goliath this week, a mech-building adventure RPG from developer Whalebox Studio. Okay, so this is a game for Alice, then, if it's about mech-building. A
1: procedurally generated open world where large monsters roam. So you have to build Goliaths in order to squish the big monsters.
0: Okay. So I see a little guy running away from big monsters. All right, so how do I... Okay, and then you turn into your mech and you run around killing things in your mech, and it looks like a Diablo style action RPG. Right? I don't see loot, though. No loot? Come on, show me loot, trailer. I'm skipping through the trailer right now. Come on, give me loot. Give me trailer. loot. Give me loot. And you if make you giants. want
1: to jump into it, um, it's $20, yep. although it's 20% off until May 19th on PC via Steam. Well,
0: all I want to know is if there's loot.
1: Well, hey Chris. What? Do you like to cook? No. Would a Pokemon themed cookbook change your mind?
0: No, but I'd like you to make some Pokemon themed dishes. Well,
1: it's coming. uh, This Pokemon themed cookbook is coming out in December in Japan. Published by Fizz Media.
0: Oh, an English version is coming? Yes. Oh. The Pokemon. In, In there, they've got some giant thing that looks like Pikachu. With strawberries on it it's a dessert it so looks amazing the
1: english version of this japanese cookbook comes out in december so yeah. i know what i'm getting for christmas
0: you're getting the pokemon cookbook yes and it can go right next to your star trek cookbook and then you'll never open either one of them
1: i've opened the star trek one
0: oh really
1: yeah i've even cooked something out of it no yeah
0: what did you make
1: uh i don't remember but i remember making it for myself for lunch
0: did you like it uh did you do badly on it? Uh, Did you fail your synthesis, d- Anna?
2: Maybe. <laughs> d- Does the Star Trek cookbook have tube worms? Um, It might. I think it has gach.
0: Oh, <laughs> That's good, too. Gach.
2: D- that was the only Star Trek-themed th- food I could think of at the top of my head from the Ferengi.
0: I want Saurian brandy, Anna. And Romulan ale.
1: No. Although they do have a, a section for mixed drinks that do approximate several of the alcoholic beverages.
0: And a rock to Gino.
1: Just have your coffee and shut up.
0: <laughs> uh, while drinking my coffee, I can watch, uh, at least in July and in Japan, the Tales of Zestiria, the X anime. Yes, it's called Tales of Zestiria, the X. X. It is, I'm Or sure. is it The Cross?
1: No, it might be The Cross. Yeah. I'm sure this is going to come out on Crunchyroll
0: it is an anime um yeah i'm sure it will as well coming out in japan uh, in japan in july and you can watch if, if you don't want to finish playing the game um you can just watch the anime because you know that's sort of the same right maybe all right well whatever it is what it is um and i should really get back into playing tales of hysteria <laughs> all right
1: so um, another ps2 to ps4 game
0: So, um, this week, Natsume announced a game called Wild Guns coming to the... What what are you putting that out on? PS4. PS4? Okay. It's a remake of an old SNES game. Well, it's
1: a remake slash sequel slash...
0: It's a new game. But it's like that old one. But uh, also in the news of games that start with Wild this week that aren't related to um, (laughs) Natsume's announcement, though I bet people confuse the two. Oh, yes. Yeah. Wild Arms 3 was announced as coming out in North America on PS4 through emulation. So this is just an emulation of the, old, of the right. original Wild Arms 3. Right, so this
1: Wild is Arms part 3. of the PS2 to PS4 program. Yes. It's but like the Nintendo Virtual Console. I
0: just like that you guys announced a game that has nothing to do with RPGs or Wild Arms, but you got to deal with all the headaches because somebody chose to announce Wild Arms 3 re- re-release this week. Yeah, but that's you okay. poor thing. Nah. You've been going through so much hell about that announcement.
1: No, not really. Everybody's like 100% excited about it. They're
0: excited about it, but they don't understand why there's two companies named Natsume.
1: (laughs) There's three companies (laughs) named Natsume. That's That's the the best best part. part. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, Tuesday, uh, Wild Arms 3 will drop on the PS4.
0: Yeah, May 17th, Wild Arms 3, PS4. Um, The game we're talking about with Anna won't be out for a while. Nope. Nope. Let's see. In addition to trophies that recently appeared on a trophy site, um, there are trophies for... Oh, okay. Kinetica. Yeah. So the trophies for Wild Arms 3 showed up on a site called Exophase. And now Kinetica trophies also showed up there. So people are wondering if that's going to come to the PS2 as well. So we'll see. Wild Arms 3 this Tuesday. And then final news of the week is a couple Kickstarters going on. So we'll do our normal Kickstarter co- coverage. First off, we've got... Uh, Nadia
1: was here?
0: Yeah, from a Dutch developer, Joop Eben. I don't know how to say his name. Um, he wants $9,687. He's at 1243 so far. Uh, the blurb is, explore the meaning of life in this fresh RPG featuring a never-before-seen battle system and a dose of 8-bit nostalgia. <laughs> um, never-before-seen battle system
1: yeah I'm not them. sure I buy that
0: I'm, well I'm trying to see it so I don't know oh wow no it, it's a little different actually Okay. yeah this is weird you kind of you drag your guy up to different okay so it's more of a you know you're moving between it- three different um, lanes on your side of the battlefield and you have to be where which lane you're in matters and what action you're taking I don't know so, it's kind of a lane-based battle system. So, that's cool. So, I haven't seen that one before. Well, I mean, we've seen lane-based battle system before, but it's at least different than normal. All right. For one euro, you get uh, a game of gratitude. You will uh, receive a micro game that will also appear inside. Nadia was here with this and all other pleasures. So, you get a mini game if you... are excuse me. A micro game if you pledge a euro. Um, if you pledge... 10 euros oh this is an early bird so 10 euros until it fills up Um, they've only got 110 left you will get a copy of the game after that it's going to be 12 euros Um, this is for a PC version of course and let's see for 250 euros, you get shape new strategies. Help design a new amulet and a Skype call with the creator. The amulet will be equipable to heroes and can offer vastly different strategies in battles. Includes all previous rewards and final designs will be realized by me in order to preserve the game's combat balance. So that's a good thing.
1: So the other one that we were checking in on is Insomnia.
0: This is a co-op RPG and a single player RPG from the studio called Mono, M-O-N-O. Um, takes place in a diesel punk spacefaring metropolis known as Object 6. Okay, I like that setting. Uh, sent out by a dying civilization to carry on its legacy. Non-linear plot, open-world structure, and is the second Kickstarter for this game, which was first funded back in 2014. Yes, this is a... Yikes. Um that's never a good sign. And yet they are almost funded on this one. Yep. They they want $79,777. they are at 48359 So the blurb for this is single-player co-op RPG in a retro-futuristic world. Explore a half-deserted metropolis, slowly making its way through the universe. And yes, I did say the word retro-futuristic. Okay.
1: So this is apparently a real-time battle system that you can pause to do stuff?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and it has like critical successes and critical failures. So you can have like a critical failure in your weapon jams or your partner panics.
2: I'm so looking. like a bot like a bot in D and D. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so this it sounds cool, but it kind of concerns me that they're double dipping. So yeah. That's the news for the week.
0: No, hold on, I'm still trying to I'm trying to understand this. So here's their why Kickstarter section. Okay. Little over a year ago, we received an incredible amount of support from the Kickstarter community, c- collecting a total of $92,000. We are endlessly grateful to everyone who helped us get off the ground as it reinforced our confidence knowing that we're moving in the right direction. By the way, this is full of typos that I'm correcting. And the funds we collected allowed us to give our work our undivided attention. At this point, all the parts of the game have been completed, and all we've got left to do is put them together, polishing polishing it up and debug it. Over the last year, we invested more than £100,000 from our own pockets so that we could take Insomnia to this point. We are currently spending around £12,500 a month in the development process for Insomnia, and the current schedule calls for another four months of development and work on the game post this Kickstarter campaign. Putting the final pieces of the game together, final review of the text, final recording voiceovers, localization work, etc. In order to get all this done, we need £50,000 plus the fees that Kickstarter will charge for its services... Now that we've finally fully staffed, excuse me, now that we're fully staffed and efficiently working towards an end goal, we've decided to ask the gaming community for one more and final bout of support. So, this is dealing with the problem that Kickstarters run in where, you know, you have a game idea, you put it on Kickstarter, you get an amount of money that may be more than you expected, maybe not, and then you start working on the game and you realize we had no idea what we were doing when we started as far as how much money we would actually need and how much time it would take. And so how do you deal with that situation it has been different for everybody it never goes well because everyone always complains what do you need more money Why do you need more money because they don't understand game game development works like this it gets longer than you expected it costs more than you expected there are more things going on um and then so this this these people have decided let's just do another kickstarter campaign now that we actually know what we need and and figure that out so what do you think about that anna
1: I mean, I think it's an example of poor project management.
0: Yeah, but you can't... That's the thing, though. You're assuming that when you start a game, you know how much it's going to cost. And every evidence I've seen is that you don't. I don't know that any of these companies really know how much a game's going to cost when they start.
1: And it's... Even the big it's ones. It's one of the reasons why I've kind of stopped backing Kickstarters. Because they never have realistic dates and they never have realistic funding goals.
0: But I don't know. Maybe it's impossible to, right?
1: No, I don't. Because there are some people who get it right. There's just a lot more people who get it wrong.
0: Mm. I guess so. if you expand the scope of your game to kind of hit what your what your dreams are, then it's definitely going to be more than you expected. So where do you get that money from? I, I don't know that asking the community for another for another round of funding is bad. I mean, the alternative is they're asking investors or publishers for that money, right? Someone's got to pay it or they have to cut all this stuff out of the game and would you rather have a better game or would you rather they ask you for more money or would you rather they just cut everything
1: the decisions for how the money have to be spent have to be made a lot sooner than oh crap we're out of money now what do we do
2: and i know that's hard
1: I don't know if i got
0: that impression here
2: I'm just curious to know exactly how much. I mean, obviously they're asking for five grand at the this end, but really, how much money does it take to complete a do final polish and complete a game like that? If they're saying that all they need to do is, what did you say? They uh, need eighty thousand
0: or fifty thousand pounds or eighty thousand dollars. Yeah.
2: And that, to, and to I will re- be the first one
1: to say that. Polish and QAing is a really important part of game development. But you also have to budget for those things before you run out of money.
0: I think that they're asking for too little, but that ask for more would be unrealistic on Kickstarter, especially for a double dip campaign without a strong publisher attached to it.
2: And the other thing that's kind of a red flag to me is that they can couldn't even really bother to proofread their own Kickstarter.
0: Well, yeah, that's a lot. Well they needed more they need money for that too. I don't know. Maybe maybe, yeah. maybe once they get the money, they can proofread their third Kickstarter.
2: Kickstarters that, that <laughs> I mean, have typos drive me crazy. I mean, my my God, run it through a spell check. It's not that hard. Oh,
0: it's spell checked fine. That's the okay. problem. It's, it's typos. Yeah, it's they're using the wrong letters and wrong words and stuff.
2: It's like there,
1: there, there.
0: Stuff like you that, know, yeah.
1: Have, you know, it have an intern read. look over that.
0: Well, maybe that's the problem. They had the intern look over
1: it. Um, so, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, Kickstarter is... <sighs> Kickstarter is starting to become an issue for video game development.
2: Oh, come on. I, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you guys. I have not backed a Kickstarter. Oh, my gosh. I... Shut up, Siri. Sorry.
0: Hannah's <laughs> phone keeps trying I... to interrupt the podcast.
2: I, I thought I offended you, Hannah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No. No. I mean, the only time I came close to backing a Kickstarter was for the... Uh, castlevania one the blood-stained something of darkness i came very close to doing at least the 60 to get the physical copy of that but then i thought you know so many kickstarters have failed and have been delayed to heck and back i mean mighty number no- mighty no. nine is just now coming out. <laughs> no it's still years. not out yet and
1: it may Didn't or... it just
0: get delayed again?
1: Well, no. It's, yeah. They they announced it for like June, but they've only announced like two of the six platforms it's coming out on. That's
0: fine. It's uh. hard. To, uh, whatever. They're probably in the same situation where they're having money issues. I bet.
2: Maybe. I just I would much rather put my money towards a finished product that I know for a fact is going to be come out be or er, become come out. Coming out than risk a good chunk of money on something that yeah.
1: well, at and, this point and, and that's fine. And I'm
2: I'm and not
0: Kickstarter isn't for every consumer of a product. Kickstarter is only for those who want to risk some money in hope of something interesting to them coming <laughs> and out. Right?
1: Remember that our perception of Kickstarter successes and failure is extremely skewed because the most number of projects, like percentage wise, fail in the video game section. If you look at like the number of fail to successive to successful products per projects in like um, board games and like music and video or like uh, movie videos, they're all m- way way higher than video games.
0: So maybe 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 video games would benefit from a staged project approach. Maybe. Maybe g- games are like this is the phototyping phase that you're funding um help us get through the phototy- prototyping phase then we'll have a better idea of what we need for the next phase.
1: If you're not done your prototyping phase and you're asking for money Anna, forget Anna, about Anna it.
0: Anna you're criticizing a made up example I just made up okay. on the spot. <laughs>
1: I'm just making sure that you think of a concept. Were...
0: Think of the concept. Like right. <laughs> this is the this is phase 1 for whatever that means and maybe I don't know prototyping might take forever. I don't know. I don't make games. Okay, let me tell you about the tiers, and then we'll move on. All right. First off, for four pounds, you get um, developers' forum access, uh, a forum badge, and an HD wallpaper pack. Uh, Let's see. You need... Oh, that's all sold out. So to get the game, it's going to be 14 pounds, which is 20 bucks US. And then the top tier... Let's see. Is it... Oh, goodness. There's a lot of tiers. All right. So the top tier is 4,000 pounds... Uh, 5,802 US dollars they've got one left out of one available um, you get all of the above plus a hand forged insomnia outfit you receive a one of a kind insomnia outfit for you to wear or display check out the image on the left to see how cool it looks plus you work with a team to design a small location of the game where the players will be able to receive a unique quest created by you and you get your forum badge upgraded to the safar forum badge whatever that means Right, let's look at this outfit, Anna. Have you seen the outfit? <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Outfit, outfit. I'm outfit. trying to
2: look at it right now. Wait,
0: right down here. Sephora. Sephora. Where's this outfit? I don't see it. Uh... I didn't
1: see it on the page either. Oh, so wait. Maybe oh here it is. Grind.
0: Hand Forge outfit. Oh, wow. And they do mean Hand Forge because it's very metallic. Oh. It's like armor and stuff. Interesting. Yeah. That looks cool. You could do some wicked cosplay, assuming you know you fit into it, um, which would be an issue for me. It looks like um, how
2: how much was this reward of oh, four four thousand pounds?
0: Yeah, hopefully it doesn't weigh four thousand yeah. um, pounds. And there's a video actually previewing the outfit, so they've got the breastplate stuff going on, and oh, it looks pretty. Um.
1: It's only fifty-seven hundred dollars.
0: <laughs> You're right. No, fifty-eight hundred.
1: 5743
0: Oh, a change since uh, the Kickstarter page. Could be. Hmm, interesting. Different exchange rates. Yep. All right. That's the news for the week, folks. So let's... Uh...
1: back. Oh,
0: I better get up the voicemail here. Well,
1: while you're doing that, yep. Victor wrote on the forums, Great Japan travel stories from Alice. It sounds like everything in Japan is still as horrendously expensive as ever.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I used to dream of visiting Japan, but now I'd rather stay home and save my budget for video games. Also, the word for sexually explicit Japanese games, visual novels that you were searching for is eroge? Ero- eroge? Eroge.
0: Eroge? Eroge, I guess. Okay. Yeah. There
1: doesn't seem to be much difference between the meaning of eroge and hentai. Mm. I don't play eroge games, but the CRPG addict did play one once called Rance on his blog. He hated it, and from the description, I can safely say that I would hate it, too. <laughs> All right. There was Even the
2: name sounds
1: offensive <laughs> there was something else someone posted this morning yes Start from kitten um says raccoon tactics had a huge influx of cash in the last few days and is funded so he's referring to arcadian atlas which is the game that we could not for the life of us remember the name of while I still look forward to playing unsung, unsung Story in a distant future, I did not put any money towards this one, despite the raccoon nature Kickstarter rewards and weapons which fire raccoons or make people into raccoons. I'm also worried they don't realize how awesome a raccoon-based, tactical, uh, raccoon-based tactical-based game is because their trailer seems to be about non-raccoon things. <laughs> Non-raccoons doing really boring non-tactical things.
0: Uh, yeah, we, sorry.
1: Thank you, sir. If getting. <laughs> Thank
0: you, sir. All right, now we got a call from Matt.
1: Matt from
2: Texas.
3: Go. Go. I'm going to make. Uh, this is Matt from Texas. Bedtime uh, forum. So I'm going to make one quick uh, recommendation. Since you like uh, the tales of uh, hysteria I know that. Um, probably dabbled in all the tells games but I don't know how far you got into tells of Vesperia the 360 but that by far is the best tells game okay what I was going to get to is um, since in uh, Japan the uh, Persona 5 release date is so close to the Final Fantasy 15 release date well I know that uh, the PS4 is not quite as, as caught on there or even console gaming, but do you, how, how do you think those games compare? Because I really, you know, I, I know that Final Fantasy 15 will outsell it overall in, in Europe and, and America, but I think Persona 5 will actually give it a run for its money over there in Japan. Um, I'm not saying I think it's going to be a better game, but it, it, it may very well be, but Okay, uh, this is a great listen to y'all. you had a good podcast. Uh, all right, talk to you later. Pa.
1: I think I'm going to refute one point that he made. I don't think it's an automatic given that Final Fantasy 15 is going to outsell Persona 5 in North America. Anymore.
0: I think it's an automatic given.
1: I don't know. I think, I, the numbers are, the... I think the numbers are going to be a lot closer, especially I if think, they come I think out really think, close to each other in North America. I think
0: you're a bit skewed here. So on our site, it's very clear that there's more excitement for Persona 5 than Final Fantasy yeah, 15, Yeah, but I'm correct? not
1: talking about just RP right. Gamer. But take a
0: look Remember, at the craziness have... that happened after that Final Fantasy 15 event. People were crazy about pre-ordering that game and talking about that game. Yep. Look at the craziness that happened after the, uh, the, the Tokyo Tower stuff. Yeah. Nothing.
1: No, that's not true at all.
0: Nothing in the mainstream, Anna. Uh. Now I know that was in Japan, and I'm comparing it to something that happened in the U.S. Yes. So maybe a, a U.S. But you know, Persona Five is not going to get that level of marketing.
1: Okay, that's true.
0: And I just don't think it's going to be in front of people in the same way. And I think Final Fantasy means something, and that the majority, the when you're talking the mainstream video game players, they're buying brands more than they're buying games and I think the Final Fantasy brand is going to be worth more there. That's okay. now. That said, I don't have a clue what's going to happen in Japan. I don't have a freaking clue. I really can't predict how that one's going to go. And I'm really excited to see cuz I kind of want to know too. Are Japanese people going to buy one more than the other or is it going to be equal? Is it the same market there? I I don't know.
1: I don't know. I just I am concerned with the assumption that Final Fantasy 15 is going to completely blow away Persona 5.
2: I just I, okay. that that's wrong. All right. uh, I think if anything, in, at least in Japan, it's going to be dead even because, I mean, look at the sheer amount of Persona 4 merchandise and spinoffs and yeah. stuff that you can get. I mean, Persona 4 was crazy, and I, I have a feeling that it's going to blow up even worse with five,
1: you can get And Persona I'm kind of banking
2: on snowboards. that because I want I want Morgana merchandise. <laughs> so much <laughs> Morgana.
0: Anna, can't you buy Can't you buy the Final Fantasy 15 car?
2: No.
1: Okay. There was one that was being made, and it's going to be given away in some. Oh, fashion. okay. I don't think it was ever detailed.
0: Yeah, I bet you they'll make it available. Okay. <laughs> and I think that trumps a snowboard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Says you. Yeah. All right. Fine.
0: What do I know? <laughs> Can you buy a chocobo? But,
2: no. Oh. But th- that being said, I am kind. Of, I mean, I was disappointed that Persona Five is probably going to be delayed until 2017. What? But at the same time, I Wait, really what? didn't want to have to choose. No, what? that's
0: just what, what I speculate. I don't know that. that yeah, means.
2: that's I, I speculate too.
1: Oh no. That I, noise. I don't know, but that was kind of cool. That was awesome.
0: I don't know what that was.
1: I don't think it's I... gonna be twenty seventeen in North America. I think we're gonna get a release date at E three. Maybe December? I wouldn't be surprised if it was really close to September.
0: Where where did you hear twenty seventeen? Just me speculating or something else?
2: You, probably you speculating Cause, and
0: cause just k- please recognize I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, alright? <laughs> no. Please I wanna uh... make sure that's clear. <laughs>
2: okay i i think 2017 was just a very long-winded guess yeah particularly on my part because i don't know where they're at with the localization right now and i don't know you know assuming that they start localization right after the japanese release date or if they're kind of working on it simultaneously or what
0: yeah and i haven't heard uh, anna if you heard about localization status of p5 Yeah, are they doing it in sync, or are they waiting until the Japanese game's done? She says they haven't elaborated. I don't know what she's doing. Anna, come back in here. No, we need you. I don't know what she's doing. (laughs) She just ran away Um, to another room. (laughs)
2: I, I, mean, I want it sooner, but I would not be the least bit surprised if. Oh, the and the other thing that makes me at. think
1: that it's this year is uh, John Harden on Twitter basically said that we're going to hear about Persona 5
2: at E3. John Harden, being Atlas's PR guy.
1: Yeah, like their okay. senior VP relations or whatever.
2: I mean, hopefully they'll give me a chance to dip a toe into Final Fantasy fifteen because.
1: I mean, I think it's I gonna def- be. Will- it, I, I would be shocked if Persona 5 wasn't like the darling of their booth and playable at multiple
2: stations
0: so I, I'm confused what do you mean Kelly about Final Fantasy 15 having to do with this
2: 15 comes out on 930
0: oh you want them to make sure it's spaced out so you don't have to choose yeah okay yeah. Oh, I see yeah, yeah. Good, good point that uh, would be nice, that's yes. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> that would I'm, suck I'm already, if they come
2: out at the same time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm I'm already dealing with a conflict of interest with Legion coming out so close. Oh, to yeah, August me. 30th. Yep. That's
0: a good point, too. Oh, man.
1: Twos. I mean, for me, it's not going to be hard to divide my time because in the evening, I'll be playing Legion with Chris. But during the daytime, when I have my up and down work schedule, I'll be wait, playing.
0: Wait, oh. when do I get to play?
1: You get to play Legion with me. Oh, I don't get to play 15? No, no, you're going to watch me stream it. No! <laughs> I have to do work during the day. This sucks. Oh, you have a second monitor.
0: No! I have three monitors at work, yes, actually.
1: You have, you, have a, you have a spare monitor. You can
2: watch me play.
0: Yeah, uh, what if my boss walks in? Um. Yeah, you didn't think about that.
2: Get one of those alt tab uh, kill <laughs> switches on your foot
0: i love it i just press a button my my screens all fill up with excel spreadsheets or something (laughs) that'd be great uh all right let's hit up the new releases for the week we're almost done let's let's bring this home all right this week Anna, i need you come back she keeps running away what are you doing (laughs) I don't know what my wife's doing, and it's driving me crazy. But I should stop interrupting you, um... You, dear listener, you've come here for new releases. You really haven't. But I'm gonna give them to you anyway. PlayStation 4, uh, it's already out. Doom, Homefront, The Revolution, My Night Job, Life Goes On, Done to Death, Shadow of the Beast, Shadwen, Soft Body. What is Soft Body? Um soft body it is a game a meditative action game where you control two beautiful gooey snakes at the same time in the game you paint the world with your body and as you do so the world changes around you and reveals new obstacles and challenges okay that's um yeah it's supposed to be a calming game all right well there you go uh valkyrie chronicles remastered is out this week oh boy is chris finally gonna finish valkyrie chronicles (laughs) <laughs> and it starts no from the other room Wild Arms 3 is out this week we mentioned earlier uh, on the Xbox One they've got Doom which already is out and Homefront the Revolution or maybe the Doom game isn't out on. maybe it's only out on PC maybe the console releases are out this week maybe that's what's going on there All right. Um, Wii U picked up uh, this past week 8-Bit Hero, Color Symphony 2 Queen's Garden, Super Meat Boy Tachyam Project and The Legend of Zelda's Phantom Hourglass on the eShop the 3DS picked up Disney Art Academy and Words Up Academy. Um, and then over on the Steam, uh, we have a bunch of random games. We've got Ace of Worlds, Ad Exultrum Ad Exultum, Exultum, oh, it's a VR game. Crush Crush, Doom, Duskers, Dynabomb, Fatal Flight, Fleetcom, Goliath, Heroes of Loot 2, Innoquus, Inocu- Innoquus. Inoc- Anaquias? Okay. That's that's a weird spelling of something. Last Fight. Life Goes On Done to Death. Kohime Enbu. Uh, Madness Cubed. Moonstone Tavern. A fantasy tavern sim. Anna. Anna. It's a tavern simulator. (laughs) I think you need to look at that. That sounds like an Anna game.
1: Moonstone
0: Moonstone Tavern. Tavern oh okay, let me go to everyone st- go trend. check out moonstone tavern that sounds like an anna game all right murasaki neon drive pixbit project g race and destroy reframe prism memories which i think is a shmup um or Schmuff shmup-esque riff racer rogue system shadwen soft body she wants me dead smashing the battle time machine vr the house in feta morgana trawl and verse which is v-r-s-e it's missing a vowel Whew. all right tavern huh let's see in this tavern game you can be a, a druid a sword saint a gunlord, a ranger a witch hunter and a battle mage um do you actually fight or how does this work so maybe you don't run the tavern with the death of your aunt you've been left the once famous moonstone tavern unfortunately the tavern has seen better days with only two functioning rooms crumbling architecture and an ever diminishing reputation there's plenty of room for Im- promote, uh, improvement so yeah that's out now it's straight up out um just came out yesterday it looks like so I don't know how it works yet so but it looks like it a, looks
2: like more of a sim
0: yeah it looks like a collection game and then you sell stuff run out craft Cause...
2: stuff you hire people
0: so is this like um, build under? is this harvest moon for rpg fans mm-hmm. no. build
2: undersea beds for the merfolk that's a bullet point
0: okay nice <laughs> that's a good bullet folk <laughs> or good uh, bullet point invest in the local arena watch battles and bet on fights settle into your new life by getting married and having a child oh anna it's a competition for you now this is a harvest moon game um, fi- take part
2: in a non compulsory rpg storyline that will place you and your tavern at the center of a plague amidst a magical war that threatens to overcome the three kingdoms
0: and then you can find and ride the mystical pink unipony that's what it says all right so maybe i'll get anna to try that so that's uh that's new releases for the week Guess i have a question for you yes what are you gonna play
2: i think i'm gonna be giving bravely second more of an effort um like anna said it's gonna pick up a little bit more and i'm i really want to see what this title screen changes to because <laughs> i wondered about i wondered about the title screen thing the second that the subtitle was announced. i think
0: everybody did you know once you knew that the gimmick from the first game yeah <clears throat>
2: So I want to see what this is, that's about. So I'm definitely going to put more time into that this week. And then more Final Fantasy XII and maybe Record Keeper when I'm killing time.
0: Anna-Marie?
1: Um, more Final Fantasy XI because mm-hmm. I want to get Dancer as close to 99 as possible. And then... Um... I think I'm gonna try Tokyo Twilight Ghost Hunters on the Vita. Ooh, cool! So we'll see how that goes, All and then right. I'll probably play some more Gems of War on PS4. Maybe I'll stream that. Okay,
0: I'm sure that I don't know about Gems of War being a good streaming game.
2: Yeah, we'll see. Okay, you should play Ratchet what kind and play of, oh, Sorry, ahead. what what kind of RPG was Tokyo Twilight Ghost Hunters? Um,
1: it is. Um.
0: Alex Fuller has a review on the site. Yeah. But how does this one work? It's like, I don't know.
1: <laughs>
0: there's there's puzzle pieces and stuff. I don't, it's weird.
1: Yeah, so it's kind of done up like an anime where you have Anna. small, oops. <laughs> I didn't know that was me. Sorry. That was you. <laughs> you have like small episodes that you play. You, uh, your Kai Watch is set up in the same way where it's like each, ep- uh, you have sort of self-contained small stories in each episode, which has intro and outro credits, and then it builds up into a bigger story. I don't know a lot about the. You kind of you
0: kind of tell people to, where to move around on a map, right? And then like they 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 will. Uh...
1: Yeah, it's almost like a visual novel.
0: Yeah, huh. and, and then it's like it's a strategy game because you're controlling pieces on a board, essentially. And... I
1: mean, I keep meaning to play this because it's basically developed by Toybox and Arc System Works. And Toy Box is where Wadasad, who's the father of Harvest Moon, went. And Arc System Works has a bunch of really cool games that Natsume is partnering with them to to, to publish. Wait,
0: why was a Toy Box game not put out by Natsume?
1: Um, Because I'm pretty sure it's M-rated.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, that would make sense then.
2: Interesting.
1: Hmm. Well, you'll have
2: to tell us how it is.
1: Yep. So... Yeah, I mean, I read Alex's review, and I'm like, this sounds like a game for me. This sounds like an Anna game, so I just have to remember.
0: So to many Anna play games. It. So many Anna games. So many Anna games. All right, guys. so Chris, Chris, here's what Chris should play. Chris should be playing um, more Fire Emblem and um, the Phoenix Wright game that he just started up on the 3DS. Yay!
1: That I Dual Destinies.
0: Here's what Chris will play. Chris will play existential quandaries about the meaning of playing video games and how it impacts his life and his future and the existence and existential quandaries like that. Um, Chris will play, man, I should really get back into The Witcher 2. Should I download that and get that going? And then he'll download it and not play it. And then Chris will be like, oh, right, Valkyria Chronicles is out for PS4. I better start playing that. So I'll play an hour of that. And then what Chris will actually have played is a lot of Star Trek timelines. (laughs) If anyone has therapeutic advice for Chris and how to get him out of this and back into actually playing games like he should be playing, um, I'd really appreciate it. Um, so
2: should that be our question of the week?
0: <laughs> I don't know.
2: <laughs> I, I, I can tell you right now when I have the issue that like, oh God, I, don't, I feel like I should be playing something, but I don't know what I want to play. I go back to something that I really enjoyed.
0: Okay. Well, an old game and replay it. Yeah. Okay. Well,
2: just something that I played through. I've played through before that is just kind of nostalgic, that I really like. That's usually what I end up playing through: a Final Fantasy one or four or Chrono Trigger or something like that. Just you know, something that reminded you why you like video games.
0: Well, I like that idea. That's a good idea. <sighs> I'll have to figure that out. Hmm. And Anna, the the that's... real answer is that both of us should be playing Final Fantasy eleven well okay you forgot about that
1: <laughs> i said i was gonna play 11 oh
0: you did because oh. i
1: want to get dancer to 99 okay then
2: i'll help you i really want to try 11 again well now's I'm the week that. yeah it's it's free right now
1: so go download it and patch it
2: and eight hours later you'll be able to play it
0: and, and good luck is, figuring out what to do
2: the problem is that the steam version is still 40 bucks
0: oh that's right oh I.
2: Forgot and it's about like that. why are you you know you're a what a 15 year old game now I forgot uh, how old so that game that is that game then.
0: goes on sale frequently so the steam version of Final Fantasy 11 has been on sale for as little as like
2: $5 okay cause that's I don't right want to pay more than 10 for
0: it. yeah right now it's 30 so I agree with you that's kind of crazy um, let's see uh, because
2: I, I ha- the only version I have of it is the PS2 version, and we all know how that turned out, so...
0: Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. But the good part is, uh, if you had the PS2 version, if you still have your account details, you can play on Steam.
1: But you have to have a copy of the game.
0: Well, no, she can download the game for free from the Final Fantasy Eleven site.
1: Oh. You can
0: download the installer, and then whatever expansions you got on PS2 work. They
2: will carry over. Yeah,
0: they carry over. Okay. You don't have to relicense huh. that.
2: Ooh. I my login information is just so old. I don't even know if it's still. Yeah, that's
0: gonna be the hard part yeah, to be login the login stuff. Because
2: mm-hmm. your play online
1: ID is that like six digit. Six. Yep.
0: You may have to go find your old keys and stuff yeah. and contact support. Oh That'll be fun, right? <laughs> I,
2: at, at this point, I'd rather just pay the money to rebuy it. Oh, all right. that's fair. <laughs> that was so long ago, and I don't even know if that tied into the 14 account or anything. It, you
1: have no, to tie it in
2: yourself. Yeah,
0: so you probably haven't done any of that. Um, yeah. I, that
2: I think it's not at this long point, ago. I, I think at this point I'd rather just rebuy it. I don't want to be on the phone with customer service. Okay. And, All
0: right. Well, and then what I, I'm going to recommend for you is if you actually want to do this, wait for a sale where you get like the the whole thing for like less than 10 bucks, which will happen again, and then you'll get 30 days of play time, and you just start a new account and go for it. Right? You
1: can play on the... What server are we on?
0: I don't remember. Shiva?
1: Um
2: yeah we'll, we'll double check we we'll
0: figure that out well, <laughs> whatever one we're on
2: it's on my wish list so it should tell me the next time it's on sale okay there Sweet. You go. Yeah. and then I'll p- come play with you guys and not remember what the hell to do that's okay I barely like know what I do well, I barely know what I'm I, doing I did not get very far in that game the first time I played it
1: me neither I didn't get very far in the first three
2: times I tried to play it
0: or you could forget all this and just play 14.
2: I would rather do. I would actually rather do that. I have a 14 account. Yeah, I just haven't. I haven't upgraded to Heaven's Ward yet.
0: Yeah, maybe I'm going to recommend. Unless you're feeling very nostalgic for 11, maybe you should just play 14. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, with that, we're going to wrap the show. Thanks, everybody. If you've got answers for our question of the week, which is uh, offer therapeutic advice for Chris, um, write them in. You can send them to us three different ways: podcast at RPGamer.com forums.rpgamer.com to the latest updates section and you'll find the show thread in there or you can uh call in and tell us uh, what you think give it give us your best um you know your, your german psychologist voice or whatever and uh 608-729-4098 608-729-4098 or attach an mp3 to your email to podcast rpgamer we'll go through it and figure it out um, until next week everybody thanks for being on thank you very much Kelly for joining us for the first time and uh, we'll Not see everybody- we'll see everybody next week
1: bye 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 bye